0: You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, 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 you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman. Worldwide Sports Radio presents... The,
1: the, the, the Home Stretch.
0: Alright, let's hit the field. With, with, with Tyler and friends. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome
2: to the Home Stretch. I am your host... Uh, Tyler Harrison, along with Speedy Petey, uh, my co-host slash producer slash only friend that ever shows up here slash the only person <laughs> that can deal with me slash the only people that have the balls to deal with me are already here, me, myself, and I, and Speedy. Um, there's a lot to get to today, um, a lot of NFL stuff, so my whole standings have changed, right? Um, there's a lot that's happened, uh, the Bills cut LaShawn McCoy. Most people don't talk about that. Uh, Jadavion Clowney went from the Texans to the Seahawks. That changed a lot. Laramie Tunsell and Kenny Stills went from a Miami team that said basically, hey, Tua, hi, we're coming for you. And, and we we'll do
1: laugh at
2: them like we laughed at the Cardinals. Well, <laughs> there might be a reason why they gave up on Josh Rosen already. You think so? No, Josh Rosen's going to be a placeholder. Right. And they're going to flip him for a second rounder next year. Yes, so
3: basically the equivalent of what the the Cardinals did. Right, right. And I like Tua, but like I did with the Cardinals last year, I'll still (laughs) mock them for because recycling players is not going to help you build a franchise.
2: Nope, especially when you don't have a system in place. That was Shade and Mike Guido. Oh, speaking of which, happy birthday, Mike Guido. His birthday was uh, yesterday. Ah. Uh, The dumbest person on the network by far, but (laughs) happy birthday. He's, uh, believe it or not, I love the guy. He's a very nice guy.
1: (laughs) What
3: exactly are you counting now? I
2: was counting down the amount of time I should wait to say something, so the sincerity of this thing, you know. (laughs) <laughs> Settled down. But um wow, Wilson Ramos has a twenty six game hitting streak, huh? Yep. Told you you'd like him.
3: Well, he's been, That's right. I forgot when
2: healthy he's good when healthy. He's a top five catcher when healthy. I know. But he's uh good. anyway. You would think with
3: fragile player coming to the Mets you would think that would just spell like he's playing only twenty games this year,
2: but he's actually been relatively healthy. <laughs> right. Well, compared to the rest of the team, yes. Well yeah. <laughs> Him and Pete Alonso, I think, are the only ones that haven't missed significant time.
3: And Conforto. He hasn't yet, either.
2: Not this year. No, nah, don't say that. You need Conforto if you're going to make the playoffs. No, I know. But, um, James Paxton has 11 strikeouts through five innings. That's very good. And, uh, the last trade, obviously, or, the well, not trade, but, um... The big news that's coming out of today, besides the amazing news, and when I mean amazing, it's the funniest thing in the world. H- how do you pronounce his first name, Lelion? Uh, L- L- you're talking about Laramie Tunsil? No, no, I know Laramie Tunsil's name. Uh, Lyle L- Collins. Lyle Collins. Lyle Collins. Oh boy, is one of the highest-paid tackles in football. Let that just sink in for a millisecond not Ryan Ramsick not Taylor lawan Well no he's not
3: paid he's not paid any more than the top right uh, left tackles. I think he's one of the higher paid right tackles.
2: tackles a tackle I'm not dividing them up.
3: No because lawan's
2: contract is higher. all right fair no lawan's making eight. I thought he was making 12. Uh, I don't know. I read some before that he's making 8. But
1: maybe neither he
3: lost, here nor there. Maybe he lost some money with the suspension?
1: Let's say mm-hmm.
3: no. 5-year extension worth 80 million dollars including 50 guaranteed. So that's, that's actually even more than 12.
2: And five. as soon as I say Max Scherzer did something right, the Mets spark up four runs. Joe panic. Mm. The panic button is on. <laughs> Just kidding. That was a bad joke. Um, so, yeah, you want to call the show to tell me why Lyle Collins' contract is huge. Go ahead. One eight seven seven nine zero nine 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 seven seven. And then, of course, there's the little tidbit that came out, I'd say, about three hours ago, that Zeke's basically going to get his contract. They are very close. I'd be surprised if it doesn't get done in the next hour or so. Um It looks like there's nothing holding this up. Zeke's flying right now from Cabo to Dallas. There's strong speculation he's not going to play week one, but people think he's going to. He's not playing week one. He's probably not playing week two. However, I will say that that is very good news for most people in Dallas, except one guy who's probably now the odd man out. We'll get to him in a second. Um, we've got your playhouses. The Anthony Carragher took an th- hour and a half <laughs> to make a terrible, terrible team. The other three. I, I, I
3: oh. Yep. Yes, Anthony Carragher took a lot of time to shake Eli Apple and Deshaun Hand,
2: and oh, and the best one, Eddie Pinheiro. <laughs> I learned my lesson. No more uh, – no playhouses with him. He um, – I mean – That – that like at least Mike Guido was a challenger. I knew pretty early yeah, on
3: – you guys were very even.
2: What? Yeah, you were. Who? You and Guido. Oh, I thought you meant him. No. It, I knew after like <laughs> five or seven picks that I didn't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, and
3: so he only drafted one coverage linebacker. He drafted – Eli Apple,
2: <laughs> it, it, it's irrelevant what he drafted. He didn't draft at a good team. That's you're nicer than I am. I would have gave him a D. Um, John Suggs, I didn't see. I don't care said. what Daniel Jones did in the preseason. Means absolutely nothing.
3: Where are you finding this? You, did he comment on here?
2: I don't see it on here. What the Facebook feed? Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Oh really?
3: Mm-hmm. Why did he not come up on here?
2: I don't know. Anyway, that's my producer who doesn't know when people are chiming in. So call instead, please. Um, But first, and most importantly, this is the last. Oh, wait, no. Tomorrow's going to be the last. This is the last world around the sports that doesn't involve football. Last one. Second to last. Tomorrow's the last. Uh, There's a lot of baseball games today. There are no days off unless there's rain well oh well breaking news melvin gordon's not playing week one
3: okay i think a lot of us knew that already yeah
2: i know but cbs sports is proud to say that they just figured that out (laughs) this is again why i hate using their app but they do have all the games (laughs) ready for me so whenever you're ready speedy if you can please hit the button Mm -hmm. Um we'll start off with the New York teams, right? The New York Yankees are up 2-0 over the Texas Rangers. After uh the day before Mike Miner shut them out for the first time in 220 games. So but let me get there and Boone deserves credit for that team. Right? Sure. Um the Mets are up four to one over the best pitcher in baseball, Max Scherzer, as they've scored four runs pretty quick. And uh yeah, I'm telling you, watch out for the Mets if they get in the playoffs. Tampa Bay Rays are up 1-0 over the Baltimore Orioles. Austin Meadows has gone yards. The kid's going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, they also lost earlier today to the Orioles 4-2. Then we go back to the Phillies and the Reds. Again, this game means nothing, Philly. Um For the Reds, the Phillies have some, a lot to play for. I think they're, what, two games out? Two and a half out. So they That's got some the to play right now. Uh, There's going to be an odd team out. I think the team's obvious, but whatever. Uh, 2-1 Reds. I'm sorry, 2-1 Phillies over the Reds. Uh, The Miami Marlins are up 2-1 over the Pittsburgh Pirates. That (laughs) means... Major playoff implication and probably like 10 people at that game. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, The Cleveland Indians are tied at one with the Chicago White Sox. No one believes me, but I'm telling you, the Cleveland Indians are not making a playoff there, they The Rays have got a spot. And the Indians don't. Oh, who just went yard for the Yankees? D.D. Gagorius. How However you pronounce it. Potatoes and Minnesota Twins are so up 3 nothing over the Red Sox. They are also going to be a playoff team. The Atlanta Braves are up 2-0 over the Blue Jays as Josh Donaldson is proven Speedy P. rolling even more. Is he having a season worth $24 million? I'd say so. I mean, His gloves have always been great. You don't have to worry about his defense. His defense was never a problem. And he's got almost 40 home runs. All oh, right, he's 34 home runs. All right. Yeah, all right. That's fine. Somebody said it was a bad deal. Yep, I wasn't sure. Well, me and Guido agreed, so that should have been the first thing when you were wrong. <laughs> anyway, the Houston Nationals are up one nothing over the Brewers. I hate to say this. I really do. I think the Brewers are the odd team you know. And I, I love me Brewers.
3: They can get that offensive depth back and the bullpen depth.
1: They right can, now they it's they Christian
2: could... Yelich with 24 other guys. No, I know, but
3: I'm just saying that if they can get that depth that sparked them last year in September when they came back, they obviously tied for the division, then won the one game playoff. If they can get those guys going
2: again, I wouldn't rule them out by any stretch. They're running out of time. The Giants are taking on the Cardinals at 0-0, top of the second, because the San Francisco Giants bought and still sold. My God, how dumb were they? Not only are you going to let Scooter Jeanette walk, you're going to lose Mad Bum for nothing. The Mariners are tied at zero with the Cubs. This game just started. There's one out on the top of the first. Um, Cubs could also fall off the cliff and not get in the playoffs either. But I don't doubt it. Uh, The Detroit Tigers are taking on Whit Merrifield and uh, Jorge Soler. Hey. Mm -hmm. No, I'm just kidding. There's a lot of young players I like. The Tigers are taking on the Royals in about, I don't know, three minutes. That means major playoff implications. San Diego Padres, who I think are the best young team in baseball, take on the Arizona Diamondbacks, which also means... Major playoff implications. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, also known as Mike Trout and 24 other nobodies, will take on the Oakland Athletics, also known as the Money Bowl and the team that's going to take the Indians out of the playoffs. That game is a major game. And the Rockies, who have fallen off the cliff, are taking on uh, the best team in baseball, the Los Angeles Dodgers. And uh, that's Around the World in Sports, brought to you by Reyes Cafe, 150 Motor Parkway, Hop Hog, New York. Um, come down, have a drink, have a
1: seat.
2: Uh, great food, great drinks. See, Coca-Cola from Reyes Cafe. Mmm. Scrumptious. <laughs> and as uh, the joke apparently is on the show, Joe's Chips. I don't know who, what that means, but
3: I think I think character's the only one who's ever said that <laughs> anyway. Yeah, well.
2: I think both times he came in there he brought up joke ships. He is a joke ship. But um that's around the world of sports, brought to you by Ray's Cafe. Uh, breakfast, lunch, early dinner, snacks, coffee bar, smoothie bar. Hey. twice. And uh, that's our show. That's it. We've addressed everything already, and I don't feel like doing his playhouses, and uh, that's about that. Goodbye. Speedy, we're in the end game now. Already? Spe- yeah. Um. <laughs>
3: Time speedy. travel is possible.
2: Now <laughs> <That's the
1: laughs>
2: we know. Yeah, well, uh, if anyone wants to be an advertiser, please give me a call. I would love to earn your money, I mean, earn your business. Uh, we do free commercials. Not free commercials, but we um, offer commercials that you keep for life. If you like it. If not, we keep doing it till you like it. They also sell cars. So, I could help. Um, so, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott's flying back to Cabo. I'm sorry, from Cabo to Dallas. I don't want to have Dallas fans going to fit. Oh, my God, he flew back. What happened? Oh. So, there's been so many changes, and we're going to get to my new standings in a sec. i I'm not doing, I did in the new season. There are so many, it's impossible to predict. It's. I'm just going to say. I'm just curious,
3: Q1. with any trades that were made, how, what is the most games gained with the at new players?
2: I think Clowny. Clowny to Seattle with Ezekiel Anza's to Ezekiel Anza did not not get money because he's not talented. He didn't get money because no one thinks he's going to be healthy all year.
3: He did have some down years, though, recently. Though, so. Yeah,
2: but last year was good. Yeah, but it's not as good as when
3: he started <laughs> still. Nah, so, that's fine. I, but I'll, I'll give the Seahawks, though, a chance to rebirth him just because they've done that with a lot of uh, defensive players. I don't think whole. he's
2: not going to be worse than Frank Clark. No,
3: he's not going to be much worse, I'll say that. He's just going get only a speed rusher, though, so anyway, well, say.
2: which works for them because they've had right. a lot of speed Right, and then you rushers. still got Bobby Wagner, K.J. Wright. Uh, I really think Seattle's defense is the best in that division. I don't think that's a stretch. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, I think
3: just because of the scheme on its own, what Pete Carroll's done with a lot of different corners, I, I, you, they probably do have the edge right now. Unless, again, the Niners' secondary somehow breaks out.
2: <laughs> right, but I don't even know if I... I'd, I'd, I mean, I Seattle's secondary is the weakness right now to me, but they do have good corners. It's just, I don't know if they'll uh, under or overperform, I guess you could say. Yeah.
3: But again, the, the system itself still works to make them look at times better than they should be on paper.
2: No, I get it. But what I will say... Is with all the cuts and all the movement around, we're gonna we're gonna dive into the Zeke thing right now. But I'll tell you, there's two guys right now in the league that are probably kicking themselves in the arse for what they've done. First of all, Le'Veon Bell is probably laughing hysterically. He's probably laughing his ass off. You you state, and this is why I I on Twitter I kind of took a shot at the Cowboys. This is a soap opera. It's, it's, it's a joke. I've never seen an organization more... What's a good word? Hot-headed and overreact to stuff in my life. Let's go back to... Was it last year? Let's go to when they cut Dez. Hey, Dez. Oh, is this who I think it is?
3: We'll find out. Is he from Florida? I can't tell, but we'll find out.
2: Hello, welcome to the home
0: stretch. My man, Tyler. Hashtag Van the Beef. (laughs) Hashtag Van the Beef. (laughs) What's going on, Jeff? Dude, is this the worst thing you've ever seen for the Cowboys? That they're going to give Zeke six years, 90 million?
2: It's the second worst thing. The worst thing was the Collins contract about five hours before this.
0: Right, no, I get but that's what I was gonna say, right? Like they just made him the highest paid right tackle, they have the highest paid defensive end in Demarcus Lawrence, they have the highest paid uh running back now, they're gonna have the highest paid quarterback. Yo, they're gonna no. run out of money for people.
2: That's that's what I'm telling you though. The odd man out is not gonna be Byron Jones. The odd man out is going to be Dak Prescott. They're not paying Dak thirty, forty million dollars a year, my friend. It's not going to happen now. They've showed you where their loyalty lies. Dak Prescott right now. Dak Prescott Dak Prescott has done everything right. He hasn't commented on contracts. He's gone to all the OTAs. He's gone to all the practices. He's been there. He played in preseason games. He's not getting paid now. He's going to hit free agency, and he's going to lose boat tons of money. He might not make $20 million in his next contract annually. That's going to be a bite in Dak's ass. Dak's biggest leverage was not hitting free agency. Dax, call, Dax bluff has been called. You want $40 million? I'd rather deal with the hot-headed man-child Ezekiel Elliott than pay you $40 million. That's the message I'm taking away from this. I can't believe that Dak Prescott is going to not see. You're not going to let Amari Cooper walk. You just trade a first-round pick for him. You can't let him walk. You have to keep him. I mean, you have, you have to see it's, him it's, on a there's larger There's a chance they
0: bomb. could, though, right? There's a chance they could if they just start drafting wide receivers. There'll be a bunch of good wide receivers the next year's
2: draft. Uh, I, hey, Listen, that kid from Bama looks really good. Mm-hmm. Judy? I don't even
0: think he's the best one.
2: Who do you think's the best one?
0: Uh, LaVisca Chenault. From Colorado
2: mm. Agreed
3: He's been a, He was a star Go, as a freshman He's been great
0: Chenault. He's got the same speed uh, The same speed As Jerry Judy By like, You know I mean He's a little slower By like two Tenths of a second right. On his 40 But he's stronger He's got an NFL body Like He's a fu- He's a man bro He's a man
2: Oh he's DK Metcalf
0: No He's not quite DK Metcalf He actually Still looks like a receiver Oh, okay. D.K. Metcalf looks like he beat Sean Oakman in, like, a celebrity (laughs) (laughs) depth. He
2: looks like a middle linebacker.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, Leviska should real, bro. And don't forget, like, T. Higgins is still there. I mean, Judy's still, you know, really good. I'm not trying to crap on Judy, but there's going to be a ton of really good receivers. Chase Claypool is going to be there. Yeah. There's going to be a ton of good receivers. So they could let Amari Cooper walk and still end up with a Yeah,
3: especially if he year. has another iffy year like he did with the Raiders the last two. He did well with Dallas in a small sample. We'll see if he does it a full year.
2: Well, here's the thing about judging Amari Cooper this year. He has a new offensive coordinator who's never coached at any level. out. Never. Kellen Moore went Andy from being a, a quarterback call? assistant. Hey, Anyone's a better play caller than Jason Garrett, though. I don't think Kellen Moore's calling plays. I really don't. Let's just J- – Jason Garrett. Right didn't call
3: now, plays. no, but I well, don't be surprised Jason if Jason Garrett
2: starts. didn't call plays. Neither will Kellen Moore. Jerry, what do you want? Run? All right, run the ball, guys. Run the ball. We just ran it eight plays in a row. <laughs> run the ball. <laughs> Please. All right.
0: I mean, after you just paid $15 million a year for a running back, they better be running the ball.
2: I can't believe that. Six years. Ninety million dollars. If that's the contract let's
0: not finalized, that's the rumor though. That's the rumor. That's that's,
2: that's the worst contract in NFL history. Wow. That if that's true, that is the worst contract in NFL history. How old is really? Zeke now? Twenty-five? Zeke's not even gonna be the same running back after he gets his money. Let's call let's call a Spade a spade. You really think so? Oh yeah. He's gonna make his money and then he's just gonna go
3: eh. I mean, it's tough to tell with that, though, because he hasn't had any injury issues. So, no, I don't, I think don't say any, injury issues. I, I don't think, think there's think... any sense of worrisomeness with, with him as a actual runner. Don't forget
2: runner. in week, what was it, 15 or 16, where he just kind of quit on a few plays and everyone kind of brushed that under the ah. rug. But that was when he was wanted a new contract. Yeah, eh, probably, I'm not yeah, going right, to tackle prob- this guy Right,
3: but LeBron's they prob- They probably clinched the division by then. I would imagine if you're not yeah. playing for much, you're not, you're not going to play matter. hard. Every Quitting
2: play. plays doesn't matter if you're. Winning. If that would have happened on the Patriots, he would have been cut next week. Next week, he would have been cut. Bill crap. Belichick doesn't play that crap. No, I, that's fine. I'm just saying, week 15, Dallas might have clinched the division. By it doesn't then. matter if Tom Brady does not hustle after something; he's going to get roasted by Bill Belichick. Okay, I'm sure Zeke wouldn't do that if he
3: was on the Patriots. That's his DNA. <laughs> The Patriots wouldn't have drafted Zeke. I agree with you. I'm just saying if he was there, they took a gamble on him. Jeff,
2: and- you're the Patriots guru. Bail me out here.
0: I mean, they've had, they've had some, you know, diva players on their team. I mean, I think everybody has. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they, I, I just think that they don't last as long in New England, but there's a bunch of them. People forget you know, Chad Johnson was on the Patriots mm-hmm. for a little while, you know. They had like you know, three like weeks Ty Law was the,
1: hey, you right, you know, extra he was point there a whole
0: year, but I mean but it's also not like, you know, I mean Ty Law wasn't the quietest guy in the world either. So I mean I guess it just depends on, you know, it really kind of depends on production.
2: I mean, I guess, but even Ty Law, he had kind of established himself as the well, I wouldn't say the best corner but a top five corner in the league before Belichick ever got there. So Bill Belichick didn't have what he has now where he could tell a player, sit down, you're my product that I made, you're not going to act that way. And Ty Law even respected Bill Belichick. He got quieter when Belichick, after a few years, got there.
0: No, I mean, that's definitely true. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I think that they tolerate a little more in Dallas, and I think that that's not taking a shot at them. I think that's pretty fair to say.
2: No, Jerry Jones – is very adamant that he's kind of player-friendly. But just look just look at how the whole thing went down, my friend. It's, it makes no sense. So Zeke says, ah, I'm going to Cabo. I'm not reporting until I get my contract, blah, 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 blah. And then I guess they reached out, and Dallas was saying, oh, well, we don't hear from him. He's a baby, blah, 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 blah. So Zeke flew to Dallas. Zeke who happened, and then he flew back to Cabo. I'm... Um, and then they were miles apart. Ah, oh, Jerry Jones isn't going to cave. I'm not giving Zeke what he wants. All right, now the season starts. Um, so, yeah, Jerry, uh, uh, well, I can play, right? Yeah, 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 yes. Yes, you can play. Fly up here now and we'll get this thing done. I, it, it seems very odd to me. It seems very, um, I don't say unprofessional because Jerry Jones is a lot of things, but he's very professional. But I don't. It seems very, like, bipolar to me. It seems very dysfunctional to me. And I don't know. Like, let's call so, a spade a so spade. Think, he gave Jalen Smith a contract, contract extension out of Spike. What happened?
0: So, are you saying you think this is like a panic move on Dallas's part? Like, Jerry Jones never thought he was going to hold out this long and was kind of making fun of it, and now Jerry might be panicking a little bit that he really was going to go into the season without his guy? Whew.
2: 130 percent there's no question on my mind it would be like if Tom Brady heard Tom who all right I'll stay home and then Robert Kraft calls and says Tommy what do you need what do you need Tommy let me know uh, we cannot start the year without you it's like this Drew Brees go oh Brees who what that'd be like Tom Benson Well, not Tom Benson but the Benson family calling Drew Brees saying whoa Drew Drew what do you need Drew what do you need, Drew? It'd be it, Jalen Ramsey. Um, now, this is where it gets parallel. You know who this is really bad news for besides Dak Prescott? Melvin Gordon.
0: Oh, I don't think it has much effect on Melvin.
2: No, oh, absolutely. The Chargers are not going to top what Ezekiel Elliott's going to get. No I way thought the Chargers in hell.
0: were going to pay him anyway, though. No, the,
2: apparently I, there was a, a, my, a worker told me at work the other day, the Chargers have told him, we're not paying you, and if you want to play this year, we suggest you find a partner that is willing to take you, willing to sign you, and that we're happy with. That's a, that's a report that he read and told me about. I haven't seen it, so I don't know if it's smoked, but what I'm telling you is it's not good news for Melvin Gordon. But I don't know if they were ever actually in
3: competition for the contracts, though. It's not like Melvin Gordon was holding out because Zeke was holding out in order to beat him to the contract and get more money. Right. I don't think there was ever a draft no, no. I don't think that either.
2: I don't think so either. But Melvin Gordon wanted to be paid highly. The market was relatively cheap because outside of Gurley's contract, what else was there? Le'Veon Bell's Le'Veon Bells didn't Le'Veon Bell didn't change the game for running backs. Le'Veon Bell didn't alter the NFL with his contract. Ezekiel Elliott's going. Ezekiel Elliott's going to change the game for running backs. Saquon Barkley, his next contract, forget about it. He's going to be the first $100 million running back we've ever seen. Melvin Gordon is not getting that. Kareem Hunt is not going to get that with his off-the-field trouble. Leonard Fournette doesn't have the production behind it. Joe Mixon has worries, too. There's nobody that's even going to sniff the next contract outside of Saquon Barkley. But what I am going to say is Melvin Gordon might not be able to get that contract now.
3: But again, The the
2: market's changed.
3: Right, but again, is Ezekiel Elliott's alleged contract the market or the exception to the market, though, at the same time?
2: I mean, Phillip Rivers is 40 years old. (coughs) Joey Bosa is going to have to get paid again. Melvin Ingram's going to have to get paid. Casey Hayward's going to have to get paid. Derwin James eventually is going to have to get paid. There's a lot of pieces. The Chargers in.
3: let players go all the time. Yeah, so Derwin Jane, you
2: can't let those guys go. Defense wins championships. I know. You am not saying you lose should. i saying, defense. I'm
3: looking, looking at their past. They let a lot of players go in their past. They do.
2: They do. But they kept Antonio Gates. They kept Phil Rivers. They tried to keep LT. LT, at the, the time he went to the Jets, let's call spade a spade, the Chargers knew what they were walking away from. LT didn't. I love the Damian Thompson. He's one of my favorite players. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of done by the time the Chargers got him. Or let him go, rather. They knew what they were doing. I don't think they're going to let. Austin Eckler is not a sneeze. Austin Eckler is a very suitable running back. They're not going to lose much with Austin Eckler. To be honest with you, I think Austin Eckler is a better all around running back. No. I think he's better with. He's a better, pass-catching back. Yeah, he's a better pass catching back. Absolutely. Yeah, better route runner. Not by blocker. much. He's... Not
3: by much, and Gordon's a much better runner. <laughs> no, he's a better
2: running back, all around wise. No,
3: they're but trying... I don't think
2: Gordon's a bad pass catching He's not much better than Zeke. He's definitely
0: better than Zeke as a pass.
2: I I don't think Melvin Gordon's all that great.
0: I mean, I think he's pretty good. He's probably been the uh, most consistent running back out of everyone game to game.
2: Saquon Barkley would love that award with you.
0: I mean, there's been times. Go back and look. There were times that that Zeke disappeared last year.
2: Oh, no, (laughs) I I agree. I don't think Zeke Elliott's the best running back in the NFL. I don't think he's in the top 5. I have really? Melvin Gordon higher on the list than Zeke. Yeah. We've been over. If this. Melvin if Melvin Gordon
3: was better in again the earlier stages of his career maybe, but I don't know. I so this report just I think came he's out better too. in some areas skill-wise, but I don't know about consistency factors.
2: Listen to this. This if this happens, the NFL is in a top spin. I'm telling you right now, Patrick Mahomes is salivating. Salivating if this report is true. So, everyone remember the fact that Kirk Cousins is overpaid already. Aaron Rodgers and Ben Big Ben are making asinine money at the quarterback position. Just listen to this, Jeff. Los Angeles and Jared Goff are expected to execute a four-year deal that's trending toward the largest guarantee in NFL history.
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, I can to- <clears throat> totally see that, though. You can make oh the case God. for Jared Goff, though, that he could be the highest paid. You know... One, just because, listen, the contracts keep getting bigger and bigger, and sure. it doesn't matter. Whoever the next guy up is is going to be, like, the highest-paid quarterback, right? Like, right. Like, whoever that next guy is. So that's one thing. It was going to be locked, know, now it's case... going to
2: be Baker or Mahomes. Right.
0: Right, right. But the other case to be made for Jared Goff, not for nothing, that I think people are just really losing track of, he ran the league's number one offense last year. Okay. Uh, Everyone salivates over Patrick Mahomes. He didn't have the number one offense. Who had the number well, one offense? Jaron Goff.
2: No, I understand that, but let's just let, let's just be fair here. I'm on the, uh, and again, I'm a little low on golf. All right, I'm a lot of low on golf. <laughs> yeah, you saying a tier five quarterback is not a little low? <laughs> out of six, out of five, he's tier four. I'm sorry. I think Sean McVay has a lot to do with his success, and that's fine. But when yeah, you're, you're
0: t- probably you're, you're probably right, but the combination of golf with Mc- McVay is pretty priceless to that team.
2: No, and I get that. But my whole point is, if you're going to give somebody that type of money, he better be the system. And I, I'm not talking about um, as far as overall skill set. But, I mean, your system better run through it like it runs through Brady in New England. It runs through Breeze in New Orleans. It runs through Rodgers in Green Bay. It runs through Mahomes in Kansas City. It runs through, hell, Derek Carr in Oakland. It better run like that. He better be the reason. Kyler Murray cannot be the highest-paid quarterback in football because Cliff Kingsbury's system made him a great quarterback. That's stupid, and you're wasting way too much money. And eventually, you're not going to be able to keep a player that you really need. That's where the sport is headed. Well, the
3: Rams also have that already. They're, if they do that, they're going to have a lot of cap issues. they got a lot of veterans on defense being paid, too.
2: Tlaib, Peters, uh, Weddle. I mean, Weddle's contract actually nothing. But, again, he's still going to make money.
3: No, but a lot of their like core was not homegrown with the exception of Goff and Gurley and Donald's Donald. really that's the Donald's paid I believe well yeah I'm just saying like they all were poached from other teams and then signed to a big contract Brandon Cooks I thought got massively overpaid
2: oh he definitely he won't be there he will not be there well, he's, there for,
3: he's there, there for another three years though. So. no
2: I'm saying they'll trade him the NFL is notorious be hard, for trading a
3: hard contract to take on though I don't know I don't know who Brandon Cooks is. You want to talk Cooks about. Should gifted, go? You want to talk about Gifted Jacksonville. With,
0: Oh, God. I, I would think he could. Brandon fall Cooks isn't going anywhere. Did he just get a five-year contract last No, year. I know. He what did. I'm
2: saying is he's not going to last in Los Angeles. So they're going to have to move cap space to get younger guys. And don't forget, Andrew Whitworth is probably retiring at the end of the year.
0: What do you mean they're going to have to move cap space to get younger guys? I mean, Brandon Cooks isn't old. Brandon Cooks only been in the league like three or four years.
2: Right, but do you want a young wide receiver or do you want a young flashy offensive lineman that's going to keep Jared Goff on his feet?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that part of the thing that helps, you know, Los Angeles is the fact that they have a bunch of receivers that, that he can just throw to. I think, you know, I mean...
1: Robert that's Ward's part a part
0: Cooper of the, Cup, that, are you making that, that money? Of, I think that that's part of the thing, just like with Brady. You know what I'm saying? Like, part of the thing for him is, like, you know, he's got a bunch of young dudes hanging around.
2: Right, right, That that's absolutely fair, but again, New England does not overpay for anybody. Look at all the guys they've let walk. Now again, they probably know that, hey, it's a Belichick thing and you're really not that good. At the same time, Belichick does not overpay. He knows what people are worth, and he, he's kind of a fair negotiator. I don't ever remember thinking, oh, New England overpaid for people.
0: Well, I think. You want to know what? I can give you the one contract that everyone, like, listen, and it turned, and it worked. It turned out it worked, but there's two contracts I can name where everyone was screaming about how the Patriots overpaid. Screaming about it. When I think came, I know
2: one of them, and one of them was completely overhyped. Which is? Stefan Gilmore, they underpaid for.
0: No, well, no, they made him the highest paid corner in the league, I think. They made him one of the highest paid corners. That's not underpaying. They made him the highest paid corner. But everyone was screaming about how, you know, what a ridiculous contract they gave and they overpaid. And then it turned out he was the number one cornerback in football last year.
1: Right.
2: I thought I liked the Gilmore signing. I liked it a lot.
0: And then the other one, I'll tell you the other one that was like kind of came out of nowhere. Go back and find out what Chris Hogan's contract was when they plucked him out of Buffalo and they gave him, you know, four years. Like forty million
2: or whatever they gave him. Oh wow! Hmm. Damn. I mean, again, that that's that's a very valid point. Chris Hogan, I remember going, "Oh, that that's surprising," but they probably have a plan.
3: But again, that's I mean, the mean, only team you could really go say in their right mind the rest of the league was going to give him a contract like that? Well, yeah. Again, it's the only team you could say, alright, we'll give it a chance, because it's the Patriots. The Patriots know how to work with different guys. I don't know if you could say the same thing about a team like the Rams, with Cooks, or with those uh, receivers they had. Even though they were better there than where they've been, That's
0: still not worth the money. You know, the Patriots are a team, dude. Everyone everyone doesn't give them enough credit for this. The Patriots are a team that give out a lot of large contracts. They really do. They paid Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. So what you want about Aaron Hernandez? I know. Don't break up his name. He's a scumbag. We get it. But they paid Gronk and Aaron Hernandez early and gave them both huge contracts.
2: Right. And you know what the scary part is that people should really consider? Had Aaron Hernandez not lost his flippin' mind, Aaron Hernandez I think was a better skilled tight end than Gronk was. I think Aaron Hernandez yeah, was going to be better.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was just a different type of player. I mean, he was listed—you know—he was too small to be a tight end, and he was too big to be a receiver.
2: He would have you know, uh, that guy like would have made Brady a. Receiver. I mean, that that guy would have really made. I mean, it's hard to say because Brady's like already yeah. up there, but Tom Brady and that guy would have. What do you, I mean, record breakers?
0: I think Brady yeah. would have
2: all the records by now.
0: I mean, he basically does.
2: Well, I know, but I don't mean, like, kind of have him. I mean definitively have him.
0: I mean, but but that's the problem with what the Cowboys are doing. How are they going to have a whole team filled with the highest-paid player at every position?
2: They're not. They're not. I really really think that Dak is the odd man out here. I really do. Amari Cooper's already making $13 million this year. He's not... Underpaid, he's overpaid, and I think Amari Cooper. Well, no, not gonna... I think
3: his contract was all backloaded, though. Too, it's kind of like what Zeke's rookie contract was now, where they're getting the money later, but they didn't get much in the beginning. And Cooper's deal was a five-year.
2: Well, he was a first-round
3: pick, so yes. No, i I know that. I'm just saying that. I think that's what it was. I don't think he got 13
2: million every year. It doesn't matter. Odell's got what, 16, 17. I think it's 17-and-a-half for Odell. Like, and then Antonio Brown's 14, 15. Okay. So, and they just got new deals. So he was, he was going to be the highest-paid receiver. I, I, I'm sorry. And by the way, the the tight end that you have now, is he going to retire and unretire every year, or is he just going to – the guy's almost 40 years old and hasn't played football in a year. He's not going to really hit and play cap situation, though. No, but you don't have a tight end now. So what are you going to do? You're going to keep drafting guys? You haven't drafted a tight end since you drafted Witten. The guy you did draft, you cut and Cleveland stole. So what are you really doing here? The Dallas Cowboys are in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. Outside of Marcus Lawrence, I don't really trust any pass rush he got. Yeah, your linebacking core is good for now, but at the rate you're going, you're not paying you're not paying Vanderesh, Byron Jones is. If you pay Dak, you're not keeping uh, Vanderesh and Jones. They're both going.
0: I mean, uh, who's the next guy to get paid for them? Isn't Jalen Smith the next guy up for them? Jalen
2: Smith signed already. There, yeah, five he, years, what sixty? He got five years, sixty. Yeah. I mean, that's
0: a lot for a linebacker, too.
2: Mm-hmm. He's worth it, though. I, I thought he was the second or best linebacker coming out of that draft. And I I'm love Miles. Fit, Jack.
0: listen, I'm not like. But here's the, here's the problem with what you're with what is being said, right? I'm not saying Jalen Smith isn't worth that kind of money. What I'm saying is, this is a team that can't just make every player get a top line contract. That's a top, that's a top end contract for a linebacker.
2: Yes. No, I understood what you were saying. My whole thing is. I don't mind paying defensive guys. Jalen Smith, Van Der Ash, Jones. I even yeah, understand. There's going to become Lawrence. a
0: point where they're going to have to make decisions and decide, you know, where they're not going to pay people. Where is that going to be? Dak. That to be? I yeah, really think regardless, Dak. Regardless whether it's Dak or not, you're still going to have to point. What's the minimum that they could end up paying a quarterback legitimately, right? Twenty million? Twenty five million? Is that the but that, that
2: Dak Dak for twenty five million dollars, I think, should be ha- obviously he wants thirty. If you hit free agency, who is really gonna bid for you like that? Name a team right now that would go, yeah, we'll give you thirty million dollars. I could year. name a
0: couple, right? I could I could ah, definitely name a couple. Okay. Who? But it would all right, but hold on. It would all depend on retirements. I could see the Chargers giving it to him if Philip Rivers were to quit. Okay, okay. I could see like maybe Pittsburgh giving it to him if if Ben Roethlisberger were to quit.
2: Here's your problem with that. I think they like Mason Rudolph.
0: Yeah, they might, they might, but we all don't know what Mason Rudolph is. Mason Rudolph was a tremendous quarterback at Oklahoma State, big arm, like the whole thing. I'm just saying he's an unproven NFL commodity. And, the, don't and the Steelers that kind of money.
3: The Steelers also like their guys that they draft too, and they they stay with them a lot of the time.
0: No, I agree, but, I mean, there's a lot of teams out there that, I mean, what are the Saints going to do if Drew Brees quits? Now, I think the answer is probably already there, either Teddy Bridgewater or Taysom Hill. I think but I Taysom also Hill. wouldn't rule it out if they went after Dak.
2: I think Taysom Hill's better than Dak.
0: Really? For
2: the system that he they're going to have in
0: place yet. He, dude, he he might be, but they're like, well, what, what does Cincinnati do if they're moving on from Andy Dalton?
2: I think Finley's the guy. I think they like him. Awesome, huh? Maybe. And then you we got guys coming though. out in the
0: draft. Don't
2: forget, I mean, people might trade up.
0: Listen, man, we're living in a world where Brian Hoyer just got three years and $12 million, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. I mean,
2: you know what's crazy? They have Andrew Luck retired, and they now have two backup Patriot <laughs> quarterbacks. <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: I mean, you know, not for nothing, the Patriots are full of decent quarterbacks. You know? I mean, they really are. Hmm. You know, Ryan Mallett was okay. He wasn't great, but he was okay. You know, B- he Boyer, Brissette, Garoppolo. I don't think... I think it's really underrated how good the Patriots are at developing quarterbacks and not keeping them.
3: <laughs> yeah, tell that to the Chiefs when they signed Mac Castle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, they're all... great, But everything depends on the situation. Everything is situational, right? Do you think... I mean, do you think that, like, I mean, right, the the ultimate situation problem. Look at Josh Rosen. Do you think it's at all fair what has happened to Josh Rosen?
2: No. No, definitely not. Josh Rosen right now, and it's sad because if Miami moves on from him, the league is going to go, you're a failed prospect. Meanwhile, the guy never had a fair shot anywhere. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. He literally got traded from the Cardinals to the Cardinals. Right? right. Miami's going to be horrible.
2: No, I think that's why Ron Fitzpatrick's going to take a lot of the bumps. <laughs> a lot of the bumps.
0: Right, that may be true, but if the Dolphins end up with the first overall pick, do you think the Dolphins are going to stick with Josh Rosen, or do you think that they're going to, you know, look at Tua or Jacob Eason or Jordan Love or any of No, other they'll guy?
3: probably draft Tua, uh, but I, I, I agree with Tyler, where I don't know if you can just move on from Rosen like that because it's just unfair. Plus, the Dolphins... They have a couple young defensive players and, like, maybe running backs are fine, but that's really it. That team is portrait.
0: But I think Dak Prescott is going to find his way. If, if Listen, if, if, the, if the Cowboys don't pay Dak a fair salary, if they're just trying to lowball him now, Dak is going to find that money with another team
2: I, I don't You're talking know. About the same I don't know. Gave
0: Chad Pennington, a hundred chances.
2: Well, right, but my whole th- there's one team I could see him going to that would absolutely benefit him, and I think that they could even splurge on a quarterback at this point just because the team is really good at finding money. I think the perfect spot for Dak Prescott is the Baltimore Ravens.
0: I Interesting. do. I mean, Interesting. maybe. I don't. I, you know, for for what it's worth, and I know that you, you guys hate them and whatever. But I I don't think that – I think that the Ravens really like Lamar Jackson.
2: I mean, that's fine if you like a one-trick pony. Eventually, he's going to have to throw the football, though. I'm not a huge Dak guy, but Dak's at least an average quarterback. Lamar Jackson's not an average quarterback.
0: Right, but, but here's the problem with that whole statement, Tyler, is you know, Lamar Jackson can throw the football. Look what he did in college. He can throw That's the football. That's fine. I can name
2: a lot of college quarterbacks, Jeff, that didn't amount to anything in the NFL that were really good. No,
0: I no, I agree, but I think that this, you know, like – Do you remember you look, Jason was, White? Oh, yeah. That, yeah, but like – Ken go Dorsey? Back you look at, right, but if you go back and you look at Lamar Jackson's Heisman winning season, he put up some great numbers. So did Vince the following year, The following year when he didn't win the Heisman, his numbers were better He's a dude that has like slowly been improving, and now he's at the next level. I think that they like his skill set. He's got a really big arm. He he can throw the like if you've ever seen him throw the football, he can throw the football, right? But he just needs a little bit of development, just like a lot of these other quarterbacks. I don't think that they're going to just move on from Lamar Jackson just to go to Dak Prescott.
2: Well, I don't. I'm not saying that that's what their mindset is right now. But if Dak hits free agency. And Lamar Jackson is the reason why they got knocked out in the first round or they don't make the playoffs at all because, let's be honest, that division's quietly very, very good. And the rest of that Ravens roster is very good, too. You're not looking at, oh, well, he's going to mature eventually. No, your team's not built for eventually. Your team's built to win now.
0: Here's the thing with Lamar Jackson, if we're all being honest, right, and and I'm not saying that this is fair because I think Dak Prescott's floor – is higher than Lamar Jackson's, for sure. But I think Lamar Jackson's ceiling is infinitely higher than Dak Prescott's. And, I, and and whether it's fair or not, NFL teams look at ceilings, not floors.
2: No, I get it. I don't think Dak I, – I would agree with that. But, again, how long are you going to wait? I think Tim Tebow had a higher ceiling than Dak. Tim Tebow got one shot. And that's after he won a playoff game. I
0: don't know if that's Tebow's... not true at all. I don't know if Tebow's stealing... He's been in the league for three years. He's got more than one shot.
2: Really, Jeff? How many years did he start? Because when he got traded um, to the Jets, he didn't play.
0: He, he, he sat on the sidelines. He, he only then started... He got cut he started and then he went those,
2: to New England, and he didn't make the team. He only started the,
3: those 12 games then. He started
0: for two seasons.
3: No, he didn't. No. He, didn't. he started for one... he started... for one no, lo- only. No, he only started for Denver. Season. Denver halfway, traded
0: him. Halfway, halfway through his first year... He was the starter there. He went in yeah. and, and won, like, the last six or seven or eight games or whatever right, he did. Right. And they then won he the had f- a full season. No, the next year Peyton Manning took there? over. Are you going to legitimately sit there and tell me Baker Mayfield wasn't a starter last year just because he didn't start the season? Tim no. Tebow was a starter for two seasons.
3: No, no, he was He, he was not – didn't start the next season after that. He only started the one. Then, then they got Peyton Manning.
0: Yeah. Tim Tebow can't throw. That's the main function of a quarterback.
2: Okay, so he started three games his rookie year, and then he started the eleven games that you're referencing and went seven and four. Then he got traded, and then he got cut. So he
0: played. I mean, I don't years. think he got. I don't think he got traded for no reason. Well, no, no they he got, got paid, traded. To right, the Jets. Paid cause to the Jets are a
3: shit show. <laughs> and they got Peyton Manning. They don't need him anymore. They're not going to wait on that. But the Jets maybe...
0: are just a mess, aren't they?
2: Who's just the Mets?
0: He said the the Jets. Jets. They are just a mess. I agree. They're terrible.
2: I I think that they could give not the Patriots a run for the money, but they could give a team that's about to make the wild card team a run for their money.
0: No, I mean they're getting better, but they are a mess. They are a mess. You know, I mean, you know, and Jets fans, they're just as bad as Cowboys fans in some respects. There was there was a Jets fan on this far. network. There was a Jets fan on this network that not very long ago called J. Chai Polite the steal of the draft. And he got cut. And he got cut.
2: That's that's a shame. That guy has to check his attitude. He's got all the talent in the world. I don't know why he is just not signed now. To be a, a third-round draft pick and not make the team mm-hmm. and not get signed, your attitude's got to change. It has to be an attitude problem because the talent's there. The talent, you should have gone in the first round. I had you as a first round pick.
0: I mean, thank God someone didn't take him in the first round, right? If if he's a third rounder getting cut, can you imagine if he was a first rounder and got cut?
1: Right. Right.
0: And there's a reason why he's not playing
2: football. At the same token, he might be the first guy a team signs when somebody goes down. If I'm Houston, I'm looking at him. I'll tell you that. If I'm Oakland, I'm looking at them. If I'm Miami, I'm looking at them.
0: Listen, if you're Oakland, you should be looking at everybody.
2: <laughs> well, that's not saying much.
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's what you're comparing it to. You're like, oh, if I was a team, I'd be looking at him Dude, you name some of the worst teams, they should be literally looking at everybody.
2: Well, right, but there are teams that should be looking at them. So if J.J. J. Watt gets hurt again, or if
0: he's a no, 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 kind of no, no, don't do that. J. J. Don't Watt. do that. It's when J.J. J. Watt gets hurt again. Right,
3: but he's also a different kind of player than J.J. Watt. He's a well, no, hybrid linebacker type, loo- not a right. But if you end. lose a
2: pass rusher, you're going to want another pass rusher, Speedy. Yeah, but he would. And win. doesn't Houston run a, would, a four? Yes, so he would be
3: an outside linebacker if he, he even would plays. be a pass rusher. No, I know that if he even plays one and two. If J.J. Watt gets hurt, they wouldn't even play the same spot on the on the other spot on the other formations either.
2: All I know is, I'm about Jeff. Maybe you could be my critic here because I'm gonna quickly do my new and improved uh, standing projections. So if you'd be so kind as to tell me what I'm being crazy.
0: Hello? would love to, Tyler. It's, I've, I've always been a fan of telling you when you're crazy.
2: <laughs> oh, all right. Awesome. So we'll start with the NFC East. I think clearly now the worst team in that division. I mean, it's still the Giants, right? Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I'd have the Washington Redskins. No quarterback.
0: Yeah, I just I'm just going to disagree with you. And it might be fair; they might be the, the the second worst team in that division. But I don't know. I don't know that it's completely obvious that they would be the second worst team in that division. You're talking about the same team that should have won that division last year,
2: right? But this whole Trent Brent, Trent Williams thing has really got me concerned. That's really where I'm looking. He's coming at this. back? Yeah, no, that's <coughs> fine. He might be coming back just to get traded. You don't know what he's going to come back right. for. If right. they move on from him, nah. I'm under the assumption that again. He's coming back to play for somewhere else, if that makes sense. the Cowboys, I don't think there's two playoff teams in this division, so it's Dallas finishing second no. really doesn't mean much. Um, but the Eagles are the best team in this division, and it's really not close. So then, if we go to the NFC North, right? I like them more than most people, but it, the <laughs> Detroit Lions do have a very rough schedule in the middle of the year. And their division is quietly... Again, very good. good. It's a good division. It is. And then at three uh, the Minnesota Vikings to me are just (laughs) Of course. (laughs) uh, But hold on here. You keep doing that. Davin Cook has not played a full season. Kirk Cousins is five and twenty five against winning teams. And outside of that, your team's really just the same, just another year older, and you've got a lot of miles on you. It's just really unfortunate. They again? improved the one thing they needed to improve, though. What? <laughs> the offensive line. Okay. Yeah. All right. But mm-hmm. again, th- those are mostly draft picks. Still, it's better than what they had. And, one, and if two, the draft and they... picks don't pan out. Right, but it's
3: not like they were five and eleven last year, and you're expecting them to rise to eight and eight. They were eight and seven and one last year. Just missed the playoffs, and now they improved the one area that was the biggest. All right. For well, them. Green
2: Bay also improved a lot, and Green Bay has Aaron Rodgers. Okay. No, I'm not saying
3: Green.
0: I don't Bay didn't think Green improve Bay anymore. improved. All that much, to be honest.
2: The defense improved dramatically.
0: I mean, but who are they still throwing to? The team, you still got to score points in this league.
2: I know, but who did Aaron Rodgers throw to last year?
0: Same guys. I mean, yeah, but they didn't go out and get anyone. Who did they, How did they improve that offense?
2: They improved defense. Defense wins championships, not offense. <clears throat> I mean... You sound like the other guy that used to be on this show with the big head.
0: <laughs> no, I'm, no, 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 listen. I'm totally with you. Defense wins championships. You you saw that last year. The defense won a championship, for sure. I understand that. But you still got to score a few points. Like, you can't. I mean, this is exactly why the Cowboys stink. Their defense is tremendous, they can't figure out how to score any points.
2: I agree. But the Chicago Bears have the best of everything. I think they have the best offensive line in the division. I think they have the best quarterback, no, coach combination. Best offensive
3: line? No.
2: I, as a unit, I would take them over. They have the, two guys that are good. I would take them over the Bears. I mean, over the Packers.
3: I would, I would actually take Detroit overall, both of them, and I hate Detroit, the rest of their All talents. All right, fine, fine. Actually, yeah, that's probably the one advantage they have in terms of, like, a unit.
2: That's fine, but I believe now is hurt again.
3: Yeah, uh, no, Ragnow's sir. Frank class Last now. Oh. Yeah. Last now. That's, that's,
2: that's a big hurt. And that defense alone is going to win them about eight, nine games. So then you go to the south. The Bucks are finishing last. It's just unfortunate. Um, this division can go nine different ways after that. Mm-hmm. The Panthers will most likely finish third. The Saints will most likely finish second. I'm not a homer. Don't do that. And number one, the Falcons are probably going to win. Everyone's worried about their defense. This defense was plagued last year. Right. Mm-hmm. They're all healthy it, now. Man.
0: I don't. I don't see it. I, I would still have the Saints over the Falcons. Really? I'm not calling you a homer. Yeah. I mean, dude. Let's be honest. Does, if if you're being truthful about the whole thing, and yeah, injuries played a big part last year. I get it. But it doesn't matter. Like, if there's a if, name me a more talented team that always just finds a way to screw it up.
1: Yeah,
3: but it's also. The most season-ending injuries all in the first two weeks, though, too. It's not like they got hurt in training camp and they could figure out who to, who gets to sub right away and they had have time to adjust. Right, but I'm not They had it so suddenly. About
0: last year. I'm not specifically just talking about last year, though, Speedy. They, okay. they have a history of that as an organization. 2013, Over- I know, because
3: I, I remember calling that one when they lost a ton of defensive players the year after they lost to the 49ers in the NFC Championship. But, again... You could tell they just lost talent. This team didn't lose talent. They are a young, talented team that are getting injured players back and have kept a lot of their guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just you know, I just think that the Falcons will just find a way. They will just find a way to be awful. Really?
2: I Not think, awful. I, I think awfuls. A harsh word. Yeah, they screwed. up. Right, the awful, Super Bowl,
0: awful but awful's pushing it, but they will find a way to like. I mean, even with those injuries last year, they,
2: they almost made the playoffs.
0: You know, they right, but they still had the most talented team. How do they not use Julio Jones properly? How do you not get Julio that, Jones? That guy's zone, gone. Yes. That guy yes.
3: Steve sarkeesian has gone. So now you have Dirk Cutter, who Matt Ryan's already played with and had great years under.
0: Awesome, Dirk Cutter, the genius behind the the uh, Unbelievable Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. That's just lifting my spirits for them right now.
3: Okay, but he also was the OC in Atlanta for a while before that, and he was very good.
0: (laughs) I I mean, you can't be worse than than he was in Tampa. Let's be honest. Okay, but
3: Tampa also has the Jay Cutler of running quarterbacks.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, he hasn't been great, but, I mean, when you're – here's my problem with the whole thing. People throw the word around genius too often, and everyone's like, oh, Dirk Hutter is so good or so great or whatever. Really, if he was that great, why did he stink with Deshaun Jackson and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Jameis Winston? He had a ton of talent there. Why was he still terrible?
3: Yeah, but they still had a passing attack. That wasn't the problem with the box. The problem was everything else. They had no running game, no secondary, and not much of a pass rush because of injuries. So I don't know.
0: I just, I just find, I you know, I mean – the Atlanta Falcons are the Dallas Cowboys of the NFC South. No. If there's there's a a way they'll, be, they're a I lot mean, better like than the, the Cowboys. There's a way they'll screw it up.
3: They're better than the Cowboys. They're very balanced. So,
2: I I don't know. I think the Saints and Falcons are going to split. But I do give Atlanta Atlanta's schedule, I think, most of their home games. And even a lot of their road games are on turf. So,
0: they're really...
1: And yeah, week for nothing,
0: the Vikings. And, and, you know, the other thing to think of, too, not for nothing, New Orleans is a far more consistent team. They don't, like, when, when they play football games, they don't have a lot of surprise <laughs> losses. They don't. Like, not a lot of teams sneak up on them. They win no, the games they're supposed to win. Hmm. Yeah, okay, like, it happens once in a while, but, I mean, for the most part, they win the games they're supposed to win, and, you know, Atlanta does not.
2: Yeah. No, that's fun. NFC West. I think the Cardinals are universally going to be last, right?
3: I think everyone's picked them that I've heard so far, last.
2: This is where that's I, I think fair. that I and this is probably where Jeff blows my eardrums out. I have the Rams finishing third.
0: Oh my god. In the division. How is that possible?
2: Defense is cracking outside of Aaron Donald. I don't trust your defense at all. Jared Goff without Todd Gurley didn't look the same. Todd Gurley right, is healthy. They
0: went and really improved their backup running back. Don't sleep on Daryl Henderson.
2: I'm not. No, he he could be definitely
0: Your offensive line is
3: worse. That's my biggest concern is the interior line is worse, and it's really just Andrew Whitworth left and the kid Blythe who played well last year, the rookie, but that's really it. And Jared Goff struggled against interior rushes last year, and that offense is predicated on not having to deal with that because they have a lot of the three-receiver sets.
2: I think the Niners are just a better football team. If everyone stays healthy, the San Francisco 49ers could make a run at the playoffs.
0: Everyone stays healthy. Do you, you think the San Francisco 49ers are a better football team than, than the team that made the Super Bowl last year?
2: Yeah. I know what I'm saying. Yes. The offensive line is you realize better.
0: how crazy that sounds, right?
2: The offensive line is better, the running back group mm. is better. The quarterback, yeah, I there's like a lot personally of unknowns.
3: more. There's still a lot of unknowns. That's the fine. The offensive, is like Coleman, unknown. the offensive line. I like Coleman. The offensive is good. I like Coleman, but again, it's a new system. Oh uh, no, a,
2: no, it's not. Kyle Shanahan used him
3: already in the system. And in the Atlanta system, but this is different. Well, I'm sure
2: he knows how to use his former. Right no, player. I'm not saying it's going to be a hard transition. I'm just saying it's still a new team. And George he, Kittle was a top. Five, six receiving option in the league last year with a second and third string.
0: That's literally the only position that I can name that would be that is that San Francisco is better at than than.
2: But it's a team the game. The depth of running back is better than the depth of the Rams. The offensive line's unit I like more than the Rams. I don't unit. think the
0: depth is better there. I'll take dude, I'll take Gurley and Jackson. Jackson? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh,
1: Henderson.
0: Daryl Henderson. I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: No, I was gonna say. What happened? But, like, all right, I like Matt Barita. Jarek McKinnon's hurt again, but if he comes back, that's fine. And, um, Coleman, Tevin Coleman. And Coleman, yeah. That's three running backs you could argue could start. I mean, and then you got the best fullback in football, Kyle Yuschek.
0: I'll sorry, take those guys. The best fullback in football belongs in New England. I'm sorry. Stop.
2: Maybe career wise, not right now. Kyle Yuschek's the best fullback in football.
0: Still taking James Devlin.
2: No, that's fine. I I'm, I mean, I'm not saying there's a large drop-off. Newscheck's also probably like 10 years younger.
0: No. Yeah, probably. No. But, I mean, I just, I just, you know, even a quarterback, I think Goff at this point, you know, again, you're judging based on feelings. Yeah, Garoppolo will probably be better. But how can you definitely say he's going to be better? He's only really started seven games. He's coming off in a three. Goff just led the number one offense. The receiving the, who's, core in, who's in Los is who's Angeles is The receiving core in Los Angeles is far yes. superior to yes. anything San Francisco is going to have.
2: Yep. No, that, that's the one thing they have. The defense, I don't think it's close. The San Francisco defense, I like more. Nick Vey and Shanahan probably cancel out. Shanahan's an offensive nut. And Wade Phillips is better than the defensive coordinator. So I get that. But the talent on the front seven for the San Francisco 49ers is too massive to ignore defense wins championships if everyone stays healthy the Niners to me are a better team one of the losses that I actually think could hurt the Rams that nobody talks about only
3: because he was very versatile and can cover very well when the other linebackers were rushing was Mark Barron
2: that's true that's true where do you go Tampa Bay I
3: think so let me see
2: but again I I don't know and really, what do you got outside of Aaron Donald? Oh, rush he went to the Steelers. Astros. Okay. I didn't no. that. No. He might play safety for them. <laughs> well, they need that's it. true. He's got that. Uh, who's the other guy that had that in him?
3: A hybrid safety?
2: Was it? Am I thinking Jabril Peppers? I might be thinking Jabril Peppers. No. Dale Buchanan, maybe. Nah, maybe. Because
3: he did both with Arizona.
2: And then I think Seattle's the best team in this division, and I don't think it's close There's a system there that works. Russell Wilson by far is the best quarterback in this group.
0: I mean, but they have so many new players on that team, and uh, right. I I mean, I think that they're going to be good. Just hear me out before you scream and yell, Tyler. But how can you? How 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 can you? How can you say that they're definitely the best team? They have so many players that haven't played in that system yet. Like, how do you know that they're going to be good in Seattle?
2: Because I don't think Seattle takes guys that don't fit the system.
0: How do, they, how do you know that they do, that they do, though?
2: I don't know, but I know that they know. I mean... Yeah, you think they go out of their way to take Davion Clowney if they don't think it's a fit?
0: I mean, truthfully, the whole trading Frank Clark thing didn't make sense to me. Why would you trade a guy that that was good there?
2: Because he wanted a mass contract, and I agree with not paying him. And Jadavian okay, Clowney okay, might buy the same contract. Okay,
0: fine, but look what—okay, fine, but look what they turned around and did. As soon as they traded Clowney or Frank Clark, they turned around and gave a bunch of money to somebody.
2: Ezekiel uh, is so, not making the money that Frank Clark would have made. What?
3: No, especially off again. Like I said, some injury plague and Frank down Frank Clark years. can't
2: see signed Frank Clark already right?
3: Yes. Frank Clark got over 100 million dollars.
2: See, Ezekiel Anson might be making eight. I
0: mean, but now they're also going to, I mean, what's Janvion getting? Has his contract numbers come out? Cuz I'm no, sure that he's that's not be pretty him. massive.
2: They're
3: going no, to let him he, be a free agent. No, th- no, they said they're going to pay him, but
0: it, nothing's come out
3: yet. <clears throat> Frank Clark's contract is, was 5 years 105.
2: That's overpaying, I'm sorry. You're better off you were better off sticking with Justin Houston. Uh, Ansa... We're really going to talk about it. Oh, yeah, is just a one-year deal. That's a right. trial run. One year, nine million. Oh, sorry. I was a million
0: dollars off. I mean, I just don't see it with some of these dudes,
2: though, bro. I mean, that's fine, but how many years do we say that, and they're always in that runaround? This defense, to me, is better than the defense... Well, this front seven, to me, is better than the front seven they had a few years ago. When everyone picked him to go to the Super Bowl, this front seven's mm, is that, very, very uh, good.
3: I do not want to go that far, because at that time, Bennett was a lot better. Averill was still good at that time. Brandon Mebane was good. I don't
0: I don't know if you can go that far.
2: I mean, Clowney, like, Clowney is better than
0: not. All right, whatever. You think the Rams are the third best team in that division. I, You know, whatever. It is what it is. I mean, I think that's a little bananas, but that's fine.
2: I mean, Super Bowl hangovers happen, you know. Not in New England, it, but, but everywhere I, else. I get,
0: mm-hmm. I get it. I just don't see it. them being that bad, though.
2: I, they could be 8-8. Eight eight. I'm not saying that they're not going to – they could be very good. It's just I think that Seattle and San Francisco are going to steal a lot of games.
3: Depends on, again, Ooh. the defense staying healthy for the Niners, though. Well, that's,
2: right. Because if,
3: if three guys go down, the Rams are then better <laughs> on defense.
2: No, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I Well, I do this based on health. Not based on. Right, but you have to factor those in with certain teams and certain players. Well, that's why I'm doing this. AFC West, I think Denver's last. I think Oakland's third. Kansas City, I think, is second. And I think the Chargers are the best team in that division based on. If you just look at it fairly and objectively, there's no weakness in this Chargers team.
3: Maybe Ah. secondary and offensive line the Chargers. I mean,
0: what did, what did the Chiefs lose that you think is, like, a big loss that's really going to hurt them?
3: They're two pass Kareem rushers. Hunt. Two pass rushers. Houston Ford.
0: Kareem Hunt's not going to matter. They just went and got LaShawn McCoy.
2: Yeah, but LaShawn McCoy isn't 28 years old anymore. Eventually he's going to father the time. Right, they're so going to go, go by the committee,
0: so Damian Williams is still going to get a ton of touches, Who? and McCoy's going to be there. Those guys are going to stay fresher longer this year.
2: Damian Williams, though, hasn't proven that he's – that good.
3: No, he's not, but he's not... Because McCoy is there, they don't need him to be the feature back that he was going to be, and like he was for them at the end of the season. McCoy's going to be a runner.
2: How do you know he fits the system?
3: I don't know if he does. I don't think he's that good either, but I'm, my point is, he's not okay, going to look on, as negatively now exposed. Now, on,
0: Tyler. That's ridiculous, right? Because you can't just sit there and, and make the argument for Seattle and say, oh, the They don't go and get guys that don't fit their system. Like, I mean, do you think the Chiefs are the same way? You can't sit there and make that argument. That's ridiculous, Jeff.
2: It was a joke. Ha ha.
0: That was terrible.
2: Well, I have to make myself laugh somehow. Um, AFC South. I think the loss of Andrew Luck is immense. I do. I think he was the team. They're finished fourth. I have Houston now third. Because, well, I still don't like your offensive line. Yeah, Tunsell's an upgrade, but you don't have anything else. And, yeah, you got Kenny Stills as an option, but.
3: The real question is, why are they making all those trades with an interim GM? You would think they would wait to
2: get a regular GM first. (laughs) I mean, he traded Davion Clowney for no reason, so whatever. And they got a terrible return package. The package they gave up to Miami is better than the return package they got back for Clowney. I, I don't get it. it. It's it's atrocious. That's why they're the Texans, but they finished third. I think the Titans or Patriots 2.0 are a very good team.
3: They're a team that they will prove a lot with luck on there because luck destroyed them.
2: Right, but not only that, Marcus Mariota better play out this year because Marcus Mariota doesn't. I don't know what his future holds. I like Mariota a lot. I think he's a top end. Not top end, but a top 15, 16 quarterback in the league, went healthy. You you gotta play like it now though. He's got
3: receivers now. Let's see if they work. Adam and Humphrey's Delaney Walker's nice back. S-tier. Delaney
2: Walker's his favorite yep. weapon. I don't wanna mm-hmm. hear I there's no excuse this here.
3: No, Delaney Walker when he was
2: first got there was putting up great numbers. Right. There's no excuse
3: this here. Yeah, they drafted A. J. Brown, they signed Adam Humphries, they got they he has weapons, now he's gotta prove it.
2: The offensive line even without Taylor on solid. It'll, it'll hurt though, not, the first four games, though.
3: Mm, Jack he's, Conklin will
2: move over to the other side, and he's not going to get hit.
3: No, I know, but do you trust Dennis Kelly as a
2: right tackle? i trust Marcus Mariota to make that play. Marcus Mariota's not going to get touched that much. But number one, Jacksonville, <clears throat> I don't really care what you say. That's the best defense in football. Leonard Fournette is rejuvenated. The offensive line is quietly very good. As long as Nick Foles is not Blake Bortles, there's no reason this team doesn't win the division, right, Jeff?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure about that. I think Houston is is improved. Um, I'm not, I'm not sold on Jacksonville. I'm just not.
1: No,
2: well, we're about to find out now, aren't we? But at least they won't be last place.
0: Yeah, they're not going to be last.
2: <laughs> My hundred bucks is guaranteed. But um, anyway, watch. If they go 0-16, I'll punch somebody.
0: <laughs> I mean, I just don't think anything's a guarantee with that team.
2: No, no, you're right. I just like guarantees because it makes me sound professional.
0: I mean, uh, you yeah, know, I just, you know, Jacksonville's just weird to me. I just don't get what they're doing or, or why they're doing it.
3: Yeah, they just have the same, like, super unbalanced identity, but they still are a talented team.
2: AFC North, we got Bengals fourth. Nope. Nope, I guess he's not going to talk. I have the Steelers third, the Browns second. I I love the Ravens. I think that their DNA is going to win this division. Defense and running the football, Lamar Jackson I don't think is going to throw that much maybe 18, 20 times a game?
0: I can't... I wouldn't be able to see picking Baltimore. Like, I mean, okay, you like Baltimore. That's fine. I don't understand people picking them after all the pieces they lost. Like, C.J. Mosley is gone and, like, you know, a lot of the core guys are gone. They didn't really replace
3: them. Mosley was really the only one I think they didn't have an obvious replacement for. They have a lot of outside rushers to they replace Terrell Eric Suggs. Weddle.
2: They lost Eric Weddle, but they upgraded yeah, with Earl Thomas. Right. They switched, That's still the best secondary in football. They still
3: essentially switched safeties. I think they have enough outside rushing depth. They have enough interior depth uh, if, uh, what was it, Michael Pierce that was having issues in training camp. I think they have enough depth there. Brandon Williams is still there. Brandon Williams is very good when healthy. So it's really, again, just the same thing as the Jaguars. They have a great team besides a lack of a passing game, and if it's coached right, it can be very good, which the Ravens do have a very good coaching staff.
2: Then there's the Patriots. Uh, The Patriots win the AFC East. It's not even going to happen. It's just market in now. Yeah. Uh, The Jets second, Bills third, Dolphins last. Dolphins might be the worst team in football. Yeah. Terrible. what terrible. Giants, and Redskins do, and uh, that's that.
0: I'm excited for the Jets though to see what they do with Jai J. Polite. What do you mean?
2: He's <laughs> not going to play.
0: Yes, I think that was well, the, joke. the steal of the draft, according to some people. Who said that? Who do you think said it? Speedy? No, Errol. Who? Errol I called him the Errol. steal of the draft.
2: Is it all even doing a show?
3: He didn't yesterday. I know.
2: Hmm.
0: The steal of the draft. J. I. polite was. That's what I heard.
2: Mm-hmm. It's possible. Maybe the new GM terrible, doesn't huh? the draft oh, I don't know. but, uh, buddy, we do have to take a break. Uh, Due to the fact that I've rambled on now for about an hour and a half.
0: That's fine. I just want to call in and troll the beef Because <laughs> he sucks. So does his team. They're all useless. Whoa. Hashtag ban the beef. Ban the beef Ban the beeve Forever? I mean, that's what a ban is, right?
2: <laughs> I mean, it depends who you ask.
0: Nope. I mean, how can you not ban the beef? He's going to call in when some irrational cowboys taking about ten seconds. You watch.
2: (laughs) I mean, we're not going to answer the phone, but that's fine. Um, But thank you for calling, buddy. I always appreciate it.
0: It, Always a pleasure talking to you, Tyler. You're a gentleman. And a scholar. Mm, You're not very smart. So, no, probably not a scholar. Oh. Well, that wasn't nice. All right, boys.
2: Enjoy your night. Hashtag ban the beef. Hashtag ban the beef. I now feel really not smart, but that's fine. So when we come back, Speedy, you know what it's time for. All right, challenge you. I guess so. The Playhouse is next on the home stretch.
0: You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It's a baseball team, little league, fantasy league. We are back, back, back with the home stretch on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.
3: Welcome back to the home stretch here at the Worldwide Networks Radio Sports Radio Network Studios here. In, wow, here at Ray's Cafe. That's why you don't introduce in right Hotbog, there, New York. Me introducing obviously means it is time for the Speedy's Playhouse, the Tuesday edition. Not normally the case, but. Seems to always it took get pushed.
2: A week to do this.
3: Yes, it did. So there is a new football one for today because we did do football on Friday, with somebody drafting Eli Apple. Continuing. Does this that mean you're there.
2: not doing them tomorrow?
3: No, I can do them tomorrow. Good, that's fine. Whether we actually get to it tomorrow, I don't know. But well,
2: <laughs> that's a different story. Let's get through today. For-
3: yes, we'll, we'll start with today. So we'll start with a guy that. Is making a rebirth. We'll start in basketball. So Joe Johnson trying to make an NBA comeback after he was playing in that
2: uh, I big get all three the teams
3: league. He played for. You just get all the teams he played for. How so many teams? Is seven that? teams: the Celtics, the Suns, really? the Atlanta Hawks, the Brooklyn Nets, the Miami Heat, the Utah Jazz, and the Houston Rockets. Are your seven teams? Yeah. And this one, I will have you do for the future because there's a lot of young talent on the this list. What? Your hockey and baseball one, I'll have you do for the present because this football uh, or no,
1: well,
3: do I want to do it like that? I'll I'll figure it out. But this one this one will be for the present.
2: And this is for the present?
3: Or no, this one's no. This one is for the future. So. Here we go. Your first position will be your starting
2: small forward. Kevin Durant. All right. Kevin Durant, for those of you who didn't
3: hear me. Kevin Durant. All right, to the bench, your first bench backcourt player. Uh, Trey Young. Trey Young, alright. A bench big man, power forward or center. Alright. Your starting point guard. center yeah, mm-hmm. all right a bench wing player
1: Jason
3: Jason Taylor okay uh a bench Starting powerful.
2: Tatum play at the 3. Okay.
3: Alright, so in that case... You would need... Alright, another... So, you would need another bench wing player, because that's what Tatum's theme was. Uh, Joshua. Josh Richardson. Okay. Let me just double-check your team total. I think you have all the teams now. No, I did, yeah. Oh, you uh, Alright, yeah, I think I know where that's coming now, so... All right, another bench
0: guard. I'll
2: take Kevin Hoyter. All right. Actually, where... no, take Kevin Hoyter off. I will Marcus Smart. Marcus. Marcus Smart.
3: All right, round out the starting lineup with your shooting guard. Donovan Alright, last two bench spots. One wing player, one big
2: man. Big man, I'll take Rooney Gobert. With the wing. I'll
3: take Jalen Brown. Okay. I tried to go ultra young. You did go ultra young, very good in terms of the theme of the future, especially with basketball. They start very young. I think Booker came in the league at twenty, eight and twenty when he, his rookie year. So you definitely did that. And yeah, the Heat. That's really the only one they had was Richardson. So it was either him or probably Justice Winslow. But I don't think you can go wrong. Well, you can go wrong, but you, like they're not. Wait a minute. They're not the ultra. I wanted Different.
2: Justice
3: Winslow. What oh, did I say? You said Josh Richardson.
2: Oh, I meant Justice Winslow. Oh, okay. my bad.
3: It's fine. It's not, it's not really going to make that much of a difference. They're kind of similar level in terms of what they do. So I'm not going to really hold you for that one. Uh, Nets. Yeah, the Nets are a free agent team right now with I I mean, certainly re- overperformers. I but, yeah, I don't think any Nets young player is definitively better than anyone you said. So I won't hold you to that. Hawks, you have a lot of. Celtics, Suns. Yeah, all right. A plus, good job.
2: All I was right. worried about that one for all a
3: minute. Right. so I've decided what I'm going to do here. We're going to do present for hockey and football. We'll do future for baseball as well. Yay. So we'll go to hockey now. So, as usual, the Edmonton Oilers continue to have problems with holding on to their players. Another first-round pick bit the dust.
2: <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? 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 <laughs> what happened to
3: him? He got released, and now he's go. Pl- he already he's playing internationally.
1: <laughs>
3: this was just three years ago. They drafted him in the first round. Mm. But he is gone now, Jesse Pugliarvi. So, you get, as your theme, the new teams of Oilers first-round picks that have been drafted in the last... Ten years. Ten teams. There. uh, No, there were nine teams. Not all. Not all of them went to NHL teams afterward. Because some of them were just that bad. So, obviously, the Devils for Taylor Hall. (laughs) (laughs) they beating themselves for that one still. Uh, The St. Louis Blues. That was Nailya Kapov, who stunk there too. Uh, The Avalanche, Islanders, and uh, Islanders and Senators for Eberle. Oh, no. Not no. Senators wasn't Everly. That was someone else. Colorado Avalanche. Uh, Ottawa Senators. Carolina Hurricanes. The Boston Bruins. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh. And the team that always seems to pop up. The Vancouver Canucks. Why? I don't know. They always seem to get on there for some reason. Oh, God. All right. So this one is for present. And you will start with your first center.
2: Um, I mean Nathan is the obvious thing.
3: Alright. Your first defense. My
2: first defense?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um I guess we just want to a couple TC right
3: Alright. Your first wing.
2: Terrifying.
3: All right. Another wing.
2: Nice. Yeah.
3: All right. Your second defenseman.
2: Uh, Wernitski.
3: Your third defenseman.
2: Uh, McAvoy.
3: Okay. Third center. Or second center. My bad. Barzell.
2: Right. That's right, I took an Islander, get over it.
3: <laughs> Two wing spots.
2: Um, let's take Taylor Hall. That's not hard <laughs> to do. Very fitting for the theme. Right. And let's take... God, uh, you left uh, da, 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 da. I know this one, I'll do a deck, Huh? I know I always think bluejack to win.
3: Oh, it's ham There you go. Alright. You're starting goaltender. This is hard.
2: This is actually not even a joke. It's very hard. really
3: no... Yeah, there's no obvious ones.
2: That is true. Um, So what I'll do... As I will take again the guy that just won a Stanley Cup. Bennington,
3: right. Bennington? Bennington. All right, your fourth defenseman. Um,
2: Hamilton,
3: Dougie Hamilton. Yeah. All right, your next two wing spots.
1: Miko Rottenin
2: for the Miko Avalanche. Miko Rottenin. I'm going to go Rottenin. Um. need <laughs> a goddamn center. All right. Am I forgetting somebody? Oh, yeah. Duh. Uh, Pastor Nath. I like half more than Martian and compound.
3: Alright, your third center.
2: Alright,
3: your backup goalie.
1: Present?
3: Yes. Two grass. Okay. So you pick the two Stanley Cup goalies.
2: You can't go wrong with that, right?
3: All right, another wing spot.
2: Brad Morsham. All right.
3: Your fifth defenseman.
2: Oh my God, PK Newman. All right,
3: your last center.
2: Elias Pettison.
3: All right, the last wing spot.
2: Have I forgotten anybody obvious?
3: I don't think any super obvious, but there is a really good young star. Really? I would say so.
1: Oh my
2: God, a... they did it. They did it? Jared Goff. Has an NFL record, $110 million guaranteed, four-year, $134 million. Wow, they did do it. Well,
3: the Rams love to spend, but again, they may have the same problems.
2: Don't call me. I'm not in the mood to talk about this. That's a joke. Well, now I'm glad. But again, it is quarterback stability, though. They don't have to worry about that. Oh, my dad's yelling at me. Can everyone hear me now? Jesus. Can everybody, can you hear me now? If you know what that commercial is, you're as old as I am. <laughs> um, the speedy has me concerned. Is it in the uh, east or the west?
3: Uh, I'm not supposed it's, to tell you that.
2: Well, you know, I've gotten so many A-pluses, I deserve a little bit of slack now. Alright, being that
3: it's a 50-50 split with the teams, though, I'll say the east. It's the east? It is the east.
2: I took Marshan, I took Pasternak, I took Camak, and so I took Teravine. Oh wait a minute! I think I know. I think. I know. And you said a winner, right?
3: Yeah. I, I mean, he can also play center too, but I think he mostly played wing last year. Unfortunately, it's not Jordan Everly. He would have been fitting for the
2: theme, too, though. <laughs> I mean, I, I know you're not talking about Taylor,
3: uh Dick. He probably could dominate right now, but we don't know. We haven't seen him yet,
2: so. He will be, but... Uh, I, I mean, I found somebody I really like. I, I don't know if that's the guy you think of. said the east? Yep. Says Marchand. I, I'm just going to hopefully agree on the guy, but Sebastian, I hope? Yep, that was the guy. Oh, okay. That was the guy.
3: I guess Jordan Everly would have fit the theme, but is isn't there. Alright, and your last defenseman. Oh,
2: Seth Joe.
3: That was the one I thought you might have forgotten.
2: but you didn't. To... I thought saw his name.
3: <laughs> you saved yourself there. Because you, you would have gotten deduction for that one.
2: <laughs> so what would I've gotten if I forgot Seth Jones? Depends on who you
3: added, but it, it, I don't know who your other option yeah, would have been. I. I don't. I again, if you were seeking Shabbat. Fruit,
2: oh, I lost.
3: Oh, did you not add an Ottawa senator?
2: I have to take Shabbat. Mm.
1: Yeah,
2: I have to take Shabbat. I all right, absolutely. now the real—oh,
3: uh, now the real question is: Are you better? Were you better off using that in another area? Because that's interesting. Because again, Seth Jones is a tremendous defenseman. Would you be better? Oh, well, their goaltending their goal is not good at all.
2: So, okay. That's insane too. I passed him. I literally went right past the team. I like to chuck, but he's not. Bobby Ryan, no. Yeah, I think Shabbat is the best option here. What would you want me
3: to do? Take Austin okay. and them all? Okay. No, 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 no. That's not what I was going for. In that case, I still like Seth Jones only a little more than either McAvoy or Dougie Hamilton. And Subban. Well, Subban's more for the present anyway, so I guess that's fine. Even though he did have a rough year last year. Alright, it's tough with that because like, you leaving off Seth Jones does hurt this kind of thing. Especially so who with...
2: would you take off then?
3: Personally, I would take off either McAvoy or Hamilton because I still think Jones is better than both of them.
2: He's not better than Dougie Hamilton. I think he is.
3: I think he's been more consistent throughout his career than Hamilton mm-hmm.
2: has been. Alright, if you say so. I just, again, I don't know if Dougie that would Hamilton have been the bet. best move right See, now. I don't care about offensive defensemen if I'm taking a defenseman. That's why I took McAvoy. That's why I took Suban. No, and that's Seth why Jones is also Peter a nice Rancho defender, Ransfield. too. He's not just an offensive defenseman. No, I know, but... I'm just Dougie Hamilton's to... defense is... Phenomenal. hmm
3: Yeah, it's... Yeah, I guess there's no obvious way to do it.
2: I don't mean to rush you, but
3: yeah there's again, i mean to rush you. i don't there's no obvious way to do it, but again, I still think Jones is a little better now so I'm then a, who
2: is the winner you would take
3: I, I would consider to Chuck. I'm just trying to figure out how that would fit i just i don't i can't see I'm it not right taking now. anyone off for i Chuck. can't I can't see it right now either though with that, so i Again, the only thing that you might have been able to do is just maybe just take one of their goalies as a backup for Binnington. That would probably be the only other thing, just because I think Seth Jones at this point is a better defenseman than two. What happens if I don't use under. every team? Then it's deducted. To, it de Well, what was the word? it was deducted two
2: letter grades. Oh well, then I'm. Yeah, I have to use Watchman. Sorry, Seth Jones, you're not on the team. I'll yeah, take my I d- A and seven an A plus.
1: I'm not taking yeah. a
3: seat. Okay, you're gonna. Yeah, that's what you'll get then, because I still think Seth Jones is better. He's been just more consistent and also less injury prone. too, than uh than Ducky Hamilton. Shabbat's not. Even I like I like the, no 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 no. But Shabbat again in this scenario, we're judge, going with the case where you know you have no choice to take. I'm talking about Dougie Hamilton versus Seth Jones. I like Dougie Hamilton too, though. I just I, I think Jones is more consistent and durable. Next. All right. Next, this one was the one that took a while. This is baseball. Oh god. So. Oh god. Russell Martin has pitched as a position player four different times is zero. this season and has not allowed a run, which is which led to probably the most complicated theme I had to ever come up with. So. You 18. have this. This is the one that has a lot. I believe it's fourteen in total. Jesus. This one's for the future, there's a lot of teams with young talent on this list, and again, a lot of bad teams, because the, the stat line is bad at what they ended up doing. So, <laughs> Russell Martin, like I said, pitched, uh, was a position player that pitched a bunch of scoreless innings, and there were other position players in smaller samples that pitched, have pitched scoreless innings. You get the teams that allowed, or no, allowed position players to pitch scoreless innings to them. Oh, okay. And all the teams on this list have done it more than once, too. It's a so pri- this year? This year. Oh. I, I'm surprised it was this much, too. I didn't think there would be that many position players pitching scoreless innings. Oh.
2: There were more than actually I thought, too. Do I have a DH or no?
3: I'm trying to remember. I think you do. Yeah, because I think we had some kind of National League theme last time. So, I think you do. So... The first one is a good team, believe it or not, that is actually oh. – the, uh, the Cubs are on the list, but it's not it, – that wasn't what I referred to. The Cubs have had scoreless innings against Caleb Joseph and Kyle Farmer. <laughs> Pitched scoreless innings against them. The good team I was referring to was the Atlanta Braves, who will, uh, will, did not score against Hernan Perez, Sean Rodriguez, and former Met Kevin Plowecki <laughs> Really? Who also pitched a scoreless inning against? He's still in the league. Yeah, he's with the Indians now. That's your favorite, favorite team. Game.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, now, before we get to the rest of the teams, if they face the Yankees in the postseason, who would you pick? The Indians. Yes.
2: Um. Aaron Boone versus your your curse team. I mean, Terry Francona is a better manager. Yeah, I think that's pretty definitive. The Yankees in like four games.
3: Okay, just curious.
2: And Moon's not that big of
3: an idiot. <laughs> All right, just curious. All right. Big Unless heel. he loses, but I don't know. We'll see.
2: Our first round exit, he needs to get fucked.
3: All right, so the Seattle Mariners, are the next team on the oh, list. Oh, what
1: the hell?
3: They also had a guy that has pitched three different scoreless innings to well, I'm him. I'm sure they have. Because they're just that bad of a team. But they also got shut out by Kevin Ploiecki, the Rays' Mike Brousseau, and a catcher that I didn't even think was in the league anymore, Jeff Mathis. Wow. Then you have the Chicago White Sox, okay. who could not score against Jesus Sucre and Brandon Dixon. Mm. The Cincinnati Reds oh. could not score against Jed Jerko. <laughs> and, this one's my favorite, I didn't even know who he pitched, but nice job, Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> oh, wow. Wouldn't have expected him to pitch. Then, the Washington Nationals could not okay. score against Caleb Joseph again and Charlie Culberson. Mm. The Twins could not score against A.J. Reed or the Mariners position player I was referring to, Tom Murphy. The Angels also also could not score against Tom Murphy, as well as the milestone of Stevie Wilkerson, Mm. the first position player save, (laughs) came against the Angels. Everyone's favorite. Dumpster fire. The Miami Marlins could not score against.
2: Leave Derek Jeter alone. All right.
3: Could not score against Hernan Perez and Ty France. (laughs) Hmm. The Oakland Athletics could Mm. not score against Jared Walsh. And Taylor Davis. The St. Louis Cardinals could not score against Jose Peraza. Oh, wow. And Jacob Stallings. Hmm. Speaking of Jacob Stallings, his team's on the list too. The Pittsburgh Pirates also could not score against Jose Peraza and uh, Stassi, who's who's an Astros guy. I forget his first name. The Tampa Bay Rays could not score against Ian Kinsler in his position, player pitching debut, and Stevie Wilkerson. And the Astros, round out the list, also cannot score against Stevie Wilkerson. Maybe he should just pitch for them. Maybe. And Nick Martini of the Oakland Athletics. Mm. So those are the teams you get. It was probably the wackiest theme I've done so far and the longest. Yes. And you are building for the future. You have a DH this time. And you will start with that aforementioned DH.
2: Oh, jeez. Lord. We're doing future, right?
3: This one is future, Yes.
2: All right, hear me out. He's a great hitter. Uh, he's a great power hitter who should not be in the field. Kyle Schwartz. Worst comes to worst, I'll rotate him out. But right now, all right, that's the name that I
3: You're starting third baseman.
2: I really want to say Juan Moncada. But you know how I feel about these guys.
3: Matt Chapman? Come on down. Alright. A non-closing relief
2: pitcher. Alright. Um, so uh the national out. Bu- uh blah bu- blah bu- blah. Andrew Miller. No. Future. Um, Chris Davinci. All right. How you
1: pronouncing it? Mate?
3: Yep. All, All right, right. You're starting second base.
2: Brandon low. Low, low, low. All right.
3: You're starting center fielder. Yes, I know you're referring to. That's why I got out of the way early.
2: Alright, your first starter. Mike Trout, for those of you at home. Your first starter. It's. Um. Sunny Gray. <laughs> uh, it's hard because the future means so much to the people. But I'm gonna take Lucas Giolito for now. Alrighty.
3: You the sock out of the way. Your second relief catcher.
2: Um. Taylor Rock. Okay. He's pulled into the twins, but
3: I don't really. care. Yeah, but I think he's been used in other roles too. Right? Oh, that's I don't Taylor think. Rocks. Right. I don't think he's just a true closer. All right, your second starter.
2: Uh, Jose Barrios. All
3: right. Your starting first base.
2: Here we go again. I'm telling you, I really, really, really don't know what to do with this, but I need a Pirate So Josh Bell. Come on now. All
3: right. A bench
2: infielder. Oh. Trey turn. Defense, Mike Guido's opposite. <laughs> Mike Guido would fire him
3: tomorrow. I will say, I'm critical of Trey Turner more than most people, but the role you're using him in is good. (laughs) All right, your third starter. There's
2: no red pitcher I want. There's no Cardinal pitcher I want. There's no Marlin I want. There's no Manor I want. I think Soroka. Soroka.
3: Soroka?
1: Soroka?
3: Yep. All right, your starting lefty over. This is where it's going to get
2: interesting now, don't they? Um, Ronald
3: and Okay. You're... All right. A bench outfield. Juan Soto. Juan Soto. All right, your third relief
1: catcher. Um.
2: Oh, uh, Stephen Chisholm.
3: All right, you can pick a closer now.
2: Thanks. Um, I will take... Uh, Rizio Iglesias.
3: All right, you're starting shortstop. Alright, let's see. I'm just checking your team update.
2: Oh no. Not here. I
3: black. Alright, you need Mariners, White Sox. No, I don't. Oh no, Giolito, you have White Sox. Mariners and Marlins. Yeah, I think the only two you need right oh, and Carnals, yeah. Alright, so you said glass now. Alright, we'll do... Right field. I'm assuming that nod means Austin Meadows? No? No. I don't know, you like him a lot, so I figured that's (laughs) what
1: you're just referring to. George Springer. George Springer, alright. Defense.
3: Alright. Your last starter.
2: I'm gonna take oh, uh, why can't I think of Oh uh, the Cardinals. kid is really good. Um Uh I'm drawing a blank, I'm drawing a blank.
3: Uh they, the rotation I think is Flaherty. M- Nicholas, Fla- Jack, Jack Flaherty.
2: Yeah,
1: I'll
2: take, that take Jack Flaherty. all right All right. Still there, you yard again.
3: All right, another. He's rel- a homer away from forty, ladies uh, and gentlemen.
2: Another reliever. The guys, most people have given him up. Another reliever. Uh, like the Cardinal, right? You took the Cardinal, no, yes. Oh God, let's get the ball in that Alex, there has to be there has to be somebody somewhere. there just has to be wow the Brewers came back that's him um who did I just say he said
3: Marlins this is going to be a
2: disaster Them now. Oh. Harlan Garcia. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Alright. Lefty with a 2
3: Starting catcher.
2: This Travis Darno from- <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, it's gonna have to be Mitch Garver, isn't it? Mitch Garver? Mm -hmm.
3: Your backup catcher. Uh, I
2: just need a man, right? Yeah. This is why tanking teams shouldn't be on the list.
3: Well, maybe they should score against position players. Well,
2: they should, but that's not my issue right now. That was. Mm-hmm. Omar, or
3: Ar- Ar- Yeah. He's actually had a nice year, though. Yeah. So it's not really a necessarily liability for a Mariner. All right, let me just count your your total roster right now. So you have 13 hitters. So you got two spots left. Right now you have five relievers and three bench players, and obviously DH. So again, however you want to do the rest, I don't really doesn't really matter. You could you want to split? You want to do two bullpen? You want to do two bench? I don't. I don't know. Okay. So your last bench guy.
2: Um... So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put Brandon Lowe on the bench. Okay. And I'm going to put Javi Baez on the bench. Okay.
3: Bullpen
1: guy.
3: Yep, the last guy on the team, A bullpen guy.
2: Um, I'm going to take Blake, trying to throw him in the I need bullpen help. That bullpen awful. Alrighty. So that was
3: definitely a complicated one. Now, this is surprising, because he is young, and he's already great. There's no Alex Bregman here. Why?
2: Matt Chapman. Is him, and then Turner has more versatility. He can play second, third, short outfield. He's the fastest guy in baseball. All right.
3: That's fair. Now here's my thing, though, because you have versatility with Turner. Do you need it also with Lowe?
2: I took Brandon Lowe because he also is kind as of as a Ray pin. because I didn't know. I didn't want Blake Snell definitively.
3: Oh wait, is he only really right? I didn't even know. I didn't
2: even look at that. No, yeah. Glass now is. So. Well, Glass took so place, but I only have five starters. You're only supposed to have five starters. I don't have five stars. Yes, Barreiro, you do. Giolito,
3: Soroka. Soroka, Glass now, and Jack
2: Flaherty. Oh, sorry.
3: Sorry. So that's what I'm, I'm saying. I don't know. if. Soto's that... No, I like Soto. Soto's, as your young 20-year-old outfielder, is phenomenal. That's... I mean, you're right. He's probably not going to start in this group, but he's phenomenal, too. I'm not telling you to take out Soto. What I'm saying is if you're going to take a player like Lowe Lowe and Turner, which are kind of similar, I don't know if you necessarily need both. And at that point, again... Alex Bregman's just great. I don't know how you could just leave him off like that. And I like Chapman too, but I don't know if they're on the same level. Chapman's it's not like Bregman's 29 years old, and you were thinking, all no, right, I want to take Chapman because
2: he's 22. But I already had, I have what, four A's on the team or at four Astros? Sure. I didn't really want to get that. Okay.
3: Okay, that's, that's also fair. But again, the rule is only you only need one per
2: team. I didn't obligate you to have two
3: athletics. You no, only I needed know. one. And again,
2: no, I did not But Will Harris and Chris Davidsky are are both on this list.
3: Sure, but their again,
2: rotation speaks for itself. I understand that. I'm just saying. George is, to me, a better bat than
1: breakman.
3: Right, but I also look at the sense of. I think the combination of if you took, let's say you did take, instead of taking Lowe as your Ray, you took Meadows, and, you, and then you used him in that instance. Then I wouldn't have taken Silver. No. Oh, okay. That's also fair. Or, or Turner, I guess, for the same thing. But I think the combination of that is still better. And also, too, Chapman... Well he is having a great year is still again more of that defensive bench type where I think that would just be perfect. Because sure. again, you're not you don't really have a defensive-minded corner infielder on your bench. So I think that would fit nicely. And you would still have that you still have that element of defense and what Chapman brings, because Chapman's powerful too. I think he has twenty-five to twenty-six home runs. So it's not like he's a bad player. I just think Brecken's a lot better though right now, and he's still twenty-four years old. I don't know how you could just leave him off the team completely. And I like Brandon Lowe. I've said that many times. I thought he should have started for the American League in the All-Star game. I just don't know if he necessarily fits right now just because you also have Turner.
1: But,
2: but, I I just thought I had so many assholes already.
3: Yeah, I just don't know how you— And there's not really another A
2: I would take either.
3: But again, you don't need to. I wasn't requiring you to take two.
2: No, I don't know who else I would have taken. I I took Blake Trinan just now. That was it. Okay. That's also fair. That's also fair. I also
3: think, though, too, that the way your bench is structured, you have two very similar type players on it. Now, Brandon Lowe, I think, has power in addition to his defensive ability. And Turner's the speed. Like you were saying, but I think in terms of the versatility factor, one, I think you already have a good amount with your starting group as well. Bias can move around, Correa can move around. Bregman actually also played some shortstop when Correa was hurt, so. No, I know. I think if you did it like that, I think it, you wouldn't necessarily need it as much. And I really think, even though I like low, there's still a pretty sizable gap in the talent level right now because Bregman is one of the young stars of this game No, yet so I just I don't I can't see you leaving him off like that just completely so that was one Baez you saved yourself with because you almost forgot him too and then uh, yeah second base was just pretty deep in general Ozzy Albies was also on the list as well yeah. but again him and uh, he's not better than Baez so, so that's not really the defi- uh, I I'm going to complain about. Uh, outfield, again, is, is phenomenal. I, Bell is... Yeah, you had to have a pirate. He's still 27, I think. That's not an like old man. He's right in your prime. I don't know how much better he'll get from this, but he still is playing like he should, finally. All right, let's go to the rotation now. Giolito, nice. Soroka's having a phenomenal year. Ish. Ryu keeps pitching poorly. He might just take the lead in the Cy Young voting. Right. He's been that good for the Braves this year. Scherzer too. Scherzer. Yep. Definitely oh. possible. Uh, Barrios, yes, very nice. Glassnow and Flaherty, very good rotation. I'm just trying to figure out just because of Glassnow's injury issues, if there was anything. Sure, cool. Young. Well, no, like super young, definitely better. Because Cole Cole is still kind of young, but I mean he's. Glass now super young where I see that's where you were going for that with the future.
1: Um
3: Strasburg's trying... not super young anymore though. Now, if that's
1: 4.9. Yeah,
3: I mean, I would say he's better than Cole, but I mean, if you're ju- if you're judging a future team with him getting hurt a lot too, it's
2: your can't you're, med- you're
3: getting in the same kind of problem. Now the other one I I looked at. Now, I don't think he's better than Glass now, but he's been very healthy. And he's been very good as Luis Castillo, too.
2: Yeah, I thought
1: of him. I thought of him. So,
3: that's the other one you could have considered. Just for, I guess, durability purposes. I don't know if... Yeah, I don't think there's anyone else. Now, again, I'm not really going to knock it for that. Either, though. Uh, bullpen. Let's see. Yeah, I don't see anyone definitive who forgot. That's... Young. Obviously, the, a lot of the bullpens on this list are up and down. I mean, the Rays have a lot of bullpen versatility you could have gone for, but it looks like you used your bullpen more to fill the teams out more than anything else. Now, I just want to see how old uh, Sea is, because he's been around a while. Because he's also very versatile, too. Yeah, he's 33. You probably were better off going a different direction there. Best,
2: fine, best of guy I got.
3: Sure, but I. Again, this is the future, and I'm going to say this too. We say it all the time with the Rays. They got tons of bullpen depth and versatility. You could take a Alvarado, you could take a Ryan Yarborough, or something like that. But he also can be used out of the bullpen. Um, because the Emilio Pagan has. 16 saves in a part-time role, so they have certainly gu- guys that can that can happen. Oh yeah, Anthony Rendon kills the Mets. I right, well, then the
1: fourth,
3: to All right. So yeah, I guess no, I guess nothing really definitively iffy with the bullpen besides that. And if you want to go with somebody, maybe a little more proven. As well, a younger, probably still better stuff-wise setup guy too, Kyle Baraklaw. Yeah, but have to right. That is fair. But C. Shack's also been very up and down throughout his career too. So that's really that's more of a minor thing. I think the biggest thing that knock you down again, like I said, was lacking Bragman. I really did. You can't just can't leave him off. So this one,
2: unfortunately, would be an A minus. Ah. Ah, it hurt. All right. Let's do this football one as fast as possible. Football
3: is your last one. So, future. uh, No, this one is present. So, this one is based off the trade we started with at the beginning of the show: Jadavian Clowney. The Seahawks. You got 10 teams. So, the Seahawks have had a history lately of building defenses with their secondary homegrown built a lot of good corners over the years, Sean Springs, Marcus Trufant, Richard Sherman, guys like that, and safeties as well. And they seem to get a lot of free agent pass rushers. And they bring them in, make them work. We were talking about Ansa just recently, and Cliff Averill, Michael Bennett. So you get the former teams of those pass rush free agents. Oh. So the first one, the 49ers, who I didn't even know was labeled as a defensive end, but Chike Okiefer. We actually had, we played well for the Seahawks and for the 49ers at that time, but then fell off later. The Atlanta Falcons are your second one for Patrick Kearney, a power rusher that they had. Then you got the Lions, like I said, for Ansa and for Cliff Averill. Then you have uh, a lot of teams here for this guy. Same guy Buccaneers, Bills, Rams, and Eagles. All Buccaneers. for. Bills, Rams, and Eagles. All for Chris Clemens. Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm.
3: There is a blast from the past. Yeah. All I'm right. waiting
2: for a good team to pop up.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember who these were for too. All right, your last three. I don't remember who the players were, but the Raiders.
2: Oh my God.
3: The Redskins.
2: Oh Jesus.
3: And you'll like the last one, the Browns. Who? The Browns. Oh, thank you. Uh, Again, I don't remember the players. I did the list a while ago. (sighs) So this one is for the future. Or no, this one's for the present. And you have a coach. And here we go. Your first player you will be selecting will be your first corner.
2: My first one? corner. All right. Um uh, he's white. Welcome back.
3: Oh, by the way, the name I was trying to figure out was Bryce Fisher. Oh, yeah. Yep. He played, I think, right before Clemens came in, like the late 2000s. All right. Next, your first running back.
2: Just because, because he is clearly the best running back on the list, Todd Gurley, I'm not. mm not happy with deal. All right. Your middle linebacker, or
3: one of if you're doing a three-four.
2: I'm doing a three-four because okay. I haven't done three-four forever. Okay. Um, da da da, da All right. Let's
3: jump to special teams early. Your punter now.
2: Uh, you know what? I'll take Johnny Hecker. Johnny Hecker. All right.
3: Your first receiver.
2: Mike Evans, believe it or not. Not because he's more skilled than the other guys. But you just
3: want to reverse order just to change it up.
2: Nah, yeah, I, I have to make the center change. <laughs> Alright.
3: Your first defensive end.
2: I'm going to put the fourth Buckner in there right now.
3: Okay. Alright. Your center
2: present? Yep. Oh,
3: Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Alright. I don't know what order you're going to do it in, but your second receiver.
2: Yeah, the suspense is over. I'll tell you what that is.
3: Okay. Alright.
2: One of your tackle spots. I mean, it's weird because he's not playing right now, but Trent Williams will... On my team, whether he shows up or not, I don't know. Still technically
3: on your roster, or on his, on their roster. All right, your second corner.
2: Um, give me Darius Slay, Bob, for two hundred. Okay, your tight end. Uh, shoot. I mean. I guess George Piddles, right?
3: That would be the play. Alright, your second middle linebacker, now that I know you're doing a
2: 3-4. I really want to take Devin White right now. I really, 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 really do. I'm going to take Tremaine Edmonds. Your kicker. Um. Goddamn. Um. Ah, Stuart Greg the Lake. Alright.
3: Your
1: third receiver,
3: well, we've, which I think, assuming most people know who it is.
2: I'll take Josh Dobbs. Solid. Actually, he's on the Vikings now. <laughs> oh, then no, I'm not going to take Josh <laughs> Dobbs. I'll take Kenny Galladay. Alright, fine. Guard. Did you pencil in Julio Jones? Yes. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, you said what now? Guard. That is. This is where the buck stops. All right, I'll pay Brandon Sheriff.
3: All right, your first outside linebacker. Coach
2: Sean.
1: Okay.
3: Your nose tackle.
2: James Wentz, mm mm, Josh Allen, mm mm, Jared Goff, mm mm. <laughs> I would love Carson Wentz. Or Derek Carr, whoever the Redskins are starting her out. <sighs> Who do I think Sean would say would work wonders with? Don't say Jared Goff to be smartass. Um. I really want to take Baker because he's more mobile than this guy. But just because I want somebody more proven today, I'm going to take Matty Ice. All right.
3: I think anyone could survive with those receivers. Well. <laughs> quarterback. All right. Your second defensive end.
2: If you don't say he's skiing for the towel, I'm going to punch you.
3: No, he's fine. Free safety.
2: This is where the problem is. the second best safety on this list doesn't fit with Keanu Neal. Oh, well, that ends well. Cover your ears, speedy-peedy. Why? Landon Collins. Oh. I have to All
3: right. Your other guard.
2: Alley Marquette. No, Wait. You still need a rater. Yeah, thanks.
3: Alright, your second running back.
2: Josh (laughs) Um, No, it's going to have to be Nick Chubb.
3: Alright, your third corner.
2: And I'm serious with this one, Gary Connelly.
3: Okay. Your left outside linebacker. My who? Left outside linebacker. Last but not least, your other tackle. Present? Yep.
2: Uh, Joe Staley. I think he's the best tackle on this.
3: All right. So, you are right in saying Miles Garrett will not have an issue with being a 3-4 end, because he does have the size. But here's the problem. You did it again. You forgot Aaron Donald. <laughs>
2: God
1: damn it!
2: <laughs> oh no!
3: You did it again. 20 and a half sacks for a free four defensive tackle. And he's forgotten once again. <laughs> for the second time in this, what, five months, six months that this has existed?
2: hmm. You should make like a siren noise. Yeah. woo Tyler, what? You're forgetting an obvious one. The Nationals came back and won. Oh my god, they did. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they're Kurt up Suzuki. 10 to
1: 4.
3: Kurt Suzuki. Really? Wow.
2: Damn. <laughs> Kurt Suzuki of all people. <laughs> Any final words? Uh, you, do you have anything to say right
1: now? I don't
2: know. <laughs> I don't know what to think anymore with this team. They were up 10-4. to
3: four. Yes, on a team that isn't known for late-game heroics. They're usually the team that has the late-game issues. You
2: scored seven... You gave up seven runs before you got three outs.
3: Yeah, they had, they had a four-run lead with one out.
2: That's a... speed, that's still a big... That's still... That's still a big blown
1: save.
3: Oh, um it's every bullpen pitcher ever pitched in that inning Ugh, god.
2: Ugh, that one will
3: sting for a while
2: what the catch the catch that woman made yeah that's probably going to sting her hands I'd imagine
3: well, shout out to all the Nationals fans that left the game
2: <laughs> yeah right oh my god well this is fitting Speedy we're in the end game now Oh, uh, yeah, you better believe it, so... <laughs> you're forgetting Aaron Donald.
3: My my baseball team allows seven runs in the bottom of the ninth to a team that not, is not not supposed to have a late-game identity. So, yeah, sounds about right to just snap it. <laughs> this is
1: great! <laughs> Speedy! <laughs> Where can
3: Where can they find us? I think I should probably turn that off then to figure that out. You can find <laughs> us on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify, and our website at WorldWideSportsRadio.com.
1: <laughs> <dot> <laughs>
3: FYI, forgot Aaron Donald, you now get a B plus.
2: Did you say a D-plus? B. B-plus. B-plus. You did it again. Do you- f- But picking on me isn't going to take away the pain of what just happened to you. You're right, it isn't. But,
3: I'm just making sure that Oh, well, that's everyone knows. right,
2: Ryan Zimmerman's back. For now. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't do that. Don't be one of those people. Really? Just noting notorious injury-prone
3: players. I could say the same thing for David Wright, too. <laughs> it's not just, uh, I'm going to pick loser on the there, Nationals. Though.
2: Pete Alonzo hit 44. Uh, Paul Sewald. Oh, no wonder. Louis Avalon didn't get an out.
3: Oh, wow, that's surprising because he's been great.
2: Are you being serious?
3: No, he actually has. I think he has... I think and the then best. Course, E-R- I think he has the, the man best. Man of
2: mystery, Edwin Diaz. Oh, yeah,
3: I think Avalon had the best second half ERA in the National League of any relief pitcher. So that is actually surprising. See, while well, I'm not surprised, Diaz, he's been a mixed bag all year. So, all right, but you got to you got to lock it down. That's a safe situation. It's like he was put in with a six-run lead, and it's a non-safe situation. They're trying to stretch him or something
2: like that. You know who can't get blamed for this? Jesus Familia. For once, yeah. That's... This is great. What are you, a Closet I mean, Nationals I forgot, fan? Aaron. What?
3: What are you, a Closet Nationals fan now?
2: <laughs> no, no, not at all. I'm just... The, the fact that... Listen, I still get... A lot of joy when bad things happen to the Mets. That was funny to watch. I'm sure it was. Are you going to be in a bad mood now? No. What?
3: Mm, No, not
2: really. But I'm just annoyed. We're going to have like a seven minute ride car home. I know. I just hope my tire doesn't blow out.
3: Well, then don't put uh, any Mets relievers in the game. Get it?
2: Yeah, I know. Seven runs, seven-minute um, drive, seven runs blown. I get it. Save mm-hmm. again.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Todd Hill looks mad. <laughs> oh man, It's <laughs> it's just. It's just. Oh, it's just so funny. If you would told me that the Mets put up ten runs against the Nationals against Max Scherzer. And then DeGrom was pitching. You needed to get three <laughs> Yeah, you
3: would have thought that uh You could get
2: three outs, yeah.
3: No, you would have you would have thought that DeGrom Scherzer starting, at 11-10, uh eleven de- ten, uh Are they playing in Little League Park? (laughs) Yeah, that's probably what everyone thought. No, no. Not the case. Mm. To a team that has late game problems, you allow seven runs.
2: In the ninth. In the ninth. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jeff, for calling in. Thank you, John Suggs and Dad for commenting. Thank you, Dallas, for being Dallas. I don't know if Speedy's going to be able to do the playhouses Now he looks sick.
3: Yeah, maybe I need to do a playhouse of
2: all the blown saves the Mets. All dunk.
3: the players that the Mets had in their bullpen, former teams that they did well with <laughs> at this rate. The Mariners.
2: That would be the only team I got to pick for.
3: No, I would even go like this decade or something.
2: Oh. Oh. So I'd get the Mariners and the Astros. Billy Wagner. Yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't a
3: bad Matt, though. He was actually a decent Matt. No,
2: I know. But, but Matt Bullpen, guys.
3: And a guy that's forgotten that was actually a pretty good closer for a while, obviously, once he left the Mets. Heath Bell. He was mm, that's right good for the Padres. Mm.
2: I believe he signed a contract with the Yankees too. Did he? That yeah, I don't remember. Like, I remember not he not went to kid. Miami after that. He never. I, I don't think he made the big league roster, but I think the okay. Yankees signed him. I don't remember him with the Yankees. Anyway, this is great. This has been a great day. Sure. Kids go back to school soon. Tomorrow. Happy first day to all parents I know you know what that means This has been a great day I succeeded in all my playhouses Despite, you know, forgetting Mm. Aaron Donald
3: For the second time
2: I mean, the Mets blew a lead to the Nationals for a second time What does that mean?
3: No, that's not true the Mets the Nationals had more blown leads against the Mets still.
2: No outs, two hits. Mm. Here we get an out.
3: I know. That, oh well. It's bizarre for.
2: maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Yankees are still. Have a better sense of direction. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. And that's with a moron as manager. Yeah, and well. that is my daily shot at Aaron Boone. Yep. At the very end. <laughs> Because the Mets don't know how to close, and neither do we. Anyway. <laughs> go ahead, Speedy. I'll let you say your... Uh, apologies. Apologies.
3: Thanks for listening, and unlike me, because that'll be very hard, you guys
2: have a glorious night. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's crazy? I just realized this. Not only did you just lose that, I also took the two biggest giant offseason losses, too. Because Odell was on my NFL team and Landon Collins.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And
2: Daniel Jones is still there. And Daniel Jones is still there. Yeah. You alright? Not really. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to bid you adieu now. Hopefully we don't see Anthony Carragher tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nat's stun Mets with a walk-off. National score, seven runs at nine They to beat Mets on Kirk Sasuki's three-run walk-off home run. On
3: an inning that was initially pitched by Paul Zewald. C- 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 <laughs>
0: Seewald. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.